104.4 FM Bigot Radio. Radio. I'm about to explode. Speeding down a warpath. I take self defense. Call a barrel by proxy. Goldilocks distance. How can I miss? With a crack shot, aim at verbal game like this. Tell the masses all to be hard. Is it working? I don't know. I gotta. Hang on. That's better, sort of, maybe, probably not. Sorry, I'm late again, but, uh, you know, my tires were slashed. My, my digital tires were slashed. I had to, ret- had to get repairs. Digital tire repairs. Like NASCAR, dude. I fucking nascar this shit. I'm about to go Nice try, the Jews. Nice try, the Jews. After last time, that everything got somehow deleted and fucking... Remember that, guys? No. That back door's been closed off. Anyway... I did uh, did manage to rebuild everything fairly quickly because I have lots of stuff on a backup drive. You just copy paste, you know, rebuild the the file paths, and it's relatively painless. Doesn't take it, but it takes a, an hour or two. Sometimes it can take a little while to move all this shit over, and uh, and it's never like, you know, weirdly, it wasn't even like the whole machine. It's just like certain things. All my streaming software gone. The program's still there. Like the the folder's still there, but there's nothing in it. <laughs> I'm like, that's odd. It's because I definitely didn't uninstall all of my fucking streaming software, and the VPN is gone, and all of that's gone. So I have to read down, relog, and then how fucking this is the worst thing. It's like moving, rebuilding your computer is like moving. Oh, I'll just click download. No, you won't. No, you won't. Um, excuse me. You're going to have to sign in and verify and then log in and confirm and verify and log in and confirm and verify and and make sure. Okay. We're going to have fucking two-factor authentication, answer a text, reply with the code and open the email and you have 30 seconds to download and scan your fucking retinas. Put your fucking cock in the imprint machine to make sure you're the right person. Like, oh my God, man. Yeah, so they need to just get access to your accounts, you got to do all of this crap. I mean, it's it's about the same. It's about the same level of mental and you know aggravation that you'd get. Yeah, your tires are slashed. Ah, for fuck. <sighs> so this is what I'm doing for the next two hours. Then getting new tires and the fucking cut a call a tow try whatever else you know. So that's sorry, sorry I was late, but uh, you know. I, I, you know, try, but every once in a while they uh, they get through the wire. They, they're right there. They get in, they get in, they get in they get in behind the lines. Jenstein, he says, break bike brake line cut again. Appreciate the effort, sir. Yeah, basically right. Except that actually did hit my yeah. That was that was that was a fun one. 
Oh, your brake lines cut off your motorcycle overnight. It just, it's just gone now. You used to have brakes, now you don't. Good thing you didn't get very... I mean, it's kind of a dumb thing to cut... I mean, you use your brake on a bike a lot. I mean, you pretty much notice right away, like, oh, that's not right. There's, like, fucking no resistance at all. I'm like, what? And it's like, oh, it's leaking. Whatever's left in the tube is oh, spilled all over the place. So I was like, oh. Anybody know? Anybody else find this strange? Appear to be tool marks right there on the... Right there on the head of the... Fu- oh, well, I don't know. So it was just a coincidence. <laughs> stupid. It's all so stupid and tiresome. Nigel, he says, in the mall today, he saw a mental case. I, too, went out today, briefly. Morgan uh, and I went for a walk, and we got some food, and we got more than we bargained for, just in that short, short trip. We didn't even have to leave town. Oh, anyway, we'll get to yours first, Nigel. Mine's probably, yours is probably, you're in British Columbia. Yours is, yours is going to have to come with a warning. Yours is going to have to come with a, you know, viewer discretion is advised. This is a Nigel Vancouver story, probably. In the mall today, or Surrey, wherever he's at, somewhere in BC, he's in the demilitarized zone, saw a mental case chase a 20-something-year-old woman to a kiosk and push her into a wall, screaming at her. I ran inside and threw him into a display and choke slammed him. A couple lib types screamed stop, and old guy thanked me. Interesting day. Yeah. Stop! They, that's what they'll do. Just ignore them. When people just start screeching and fluids just start coming out of their face, they're no longer in the game. They're 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 what's called a casualty. You just go right, you just run right over them on the battlefield. You don't stop. You do what you gotta do. Go right past this fleet screaming, flailing women. Just just get out of the way. You're already dead. Just move. You know? They would be the type of people that were so, they're so fucking scared of everything and constantly in, in, in a state of infantilization that uh, just any kind of, any level of actual violence whatsoever is like super seriously fucking traumatizing you guys. Like PTSD to the maximum. Like exponent fucking, <laughs> exponent litty. That's how fucking traumatized I am. I need to be on fucking government assistance for the rest of my life. I just, I'm so anxious now. I saw a man get pushed into a wall. Like they would, if someone was trying to kill them, a migrant loose with a knife, as is often the case, just stabbing away. Did I even show you guys that video last time? There's an old woman in the street. Just, he's taking his time with her too, like a turkey. Couple stabs here. She's screaming. He's looking around. Stab takes a couple other stabs there. People are screaming from the windows. A couple more stabs. Some like someone could be about to do that to you. Someone like Nigel could come and just start fucking feeding this guy, and then go stop! Oh my god, stop! They're just just shut up. Just shut up. We're in this mess because of you. The reason there's violence here in the first place is because of you. With your feelings. Your feelings are not how you govern a fucking country or set national policy or geopolitical fucking. That's why everything sucks. Because you and your fucking feelings ruined everything. That's why. That I feel. I don't care how you feel. You know how you know who else feels? Animals feel. 
Animals have feelings, don't they? Don't animals have feelings? Dogs, cats, you know, you can tell when they're depressed, when they're angry, when they're, you know, feeling, you know, loved and appreciative or, you know, blah, murderously fucking, they've got emotions, don't they? Interesting. So I have a question. How, how, how is it that dogs and cats um, haven't been able to build civilizations? Because they have feelings, and facts are feelings, and feelings are facts, and feelings are what matter. So if feelings are what matter, really, that's the core. I don't understand. Oh, well, there is the fucking, there is the human brain, though, isn't there? The most advanced computational machine that ever invented. No one can create anything like it. We don't even know how it works ourselves. It is a masterpiece beyond comprehension, the human brain. So that's cool that you've got one of those, for starters. That's a huge advantage over every other living thing on the earth because they don't have those. They've got things that tell them to eat, sleep, you know, screw and that's and run away from danger. That's basically all that's going through their head at any time. Uh, but you get to have one of these super fucking computers. And with this, you've decided to go, but I feel, I feel though, and how I feel is how I feel. And I just feel like I'm fucking being a victim right now and I fucking can't feel. This is how we're running our world is based on the feelings of weak people. <sighs> There's lots of things that I feel really gross and bad about in my life, things I've had to do, but that doesn't mean I regret doing them because being put in that situation again, I would do the exact same thing because I had to. It, there was no other way to do this. It, it had to be done. But I feel... I don't, I don't care how you feel. What do you know? You can't, you can't override your feelings and make good decisions. So your feelings dictate everything that you do. So you're just, what you're admitting is you're basically an animal that is just beholden to its emotional uh, desires and instincts and whatever is just good, feels good at the time. That's how you live your life? Literally like an animal. Really. Okay, well, I've, I'm, I'm choosing to utilize, again, the massive supercomputer that I was given for no reason. I just have one of these, and we all do, but, you know, some people don't like to use them. It's like having a Ferrari that just stays in the garage forever. Or a motorcycle with a, you know, brake line cut that you never get fixed because you're afraid now. Oh, you better not. Like, what was I supposed to do? What was it supposed to do? Fucking better watch your mouth. We're gonna fu- oh, what? Or what? Cut your brake. Oh, you're going to cut the baby. I'm just going to get it fixed and go right back to ride my bike like I always did. I don't give a shit. It's chicken shit stuff. We don't know. It was it somehow may have damaged in a way that didn't reveal itself until after I'd ridden on it for several hours the day prior and had no issues. And then suddenly, I anyway, we're never going to know. The point is, I don't fucking care. So Nigel brought it up. <laughs> Somebody. No, it was Jen C that brought it up. Uh, CRJ says uh, he's, he's a dark lord and he's a they them. He wants that known that those are his pronouns. So they, you have to put that in his folder. Ceases gun bomb knife knife bomb gun. 3D printed automatic giggle switches for guns. You can put them in guns. People are putting them in guns. Guns that they have. They have guns. They have illegal guns with giggle switches that they've bought from me. They bought them from me. 
at my gun sh- at my gun sale yesterday. Here yesterday, I sold thousands of guns here yesterday from my bedroom, from the window. I threw them out the window as people ran by and caught them. And they threw at the same time, they threw gold coins at me and I caught them like Super Mario in my in my gold chest where I was giving away guns, illegal guns with 3D printed automatic giggle switch triggers out my window to Hamas. They ran and they were all Hamas, but they ran by, caught the guns, threw gold. Jewish gold. They threw stolen Jewish gold through the window at me that I caught as I threw illegal 3D printed automatic handgun giggle switch weapons out the window to Hamas. That happened. That's all real. That's very real. Send send the teams. Send millions of operators. Send send it. All. It's all. You're C- we are CSIS. We are the best. We are intelligence uh, experts. We are world class. We know what's happening. We are good at things. Investigate the goat people. They are. <laughs> They have some kind of drive. They have some kind of drive-through service where they're throwing guns out a bedroom window. Yep. You better. It could be true though. They don't know. They better investigate it. Open a file. Start a desk. Start a desk. Anyway, CRJ says three dollars for the mirror hot swap. <laughs> External hard drive. Twelve VPN rotating MAC address fund. Checkmate. He says. I know. I just. I'm not that. I'm too lazy to do some of that stuff. But some of it I haven't. I have to. <laughs> Uh, that's what she, this is the message that user has sent to me, reads as the following. Gun bomb knife is all just a big psyop to make everyone forget about hot mayo cheese curds. You don't know that. It's just a convenient side effect that everyone's forgotten about it. And then I ruined your joke. Richard Payne says, yeah, that's right. I, <laughs> nice try. Nice try, that's what she... Nope. Nice try. Left hook. Nope. Nice try. No, no. <laughs> nice try. Chin tuck. Nope. Uh, Richard Payne says Canada lost 60,000 construction jobs in June and July. That's just so far, Richard. That's just so far we've lost 60,000. Don't, don't, I mean, don't be so pessimistic. We could easily lose hundreds of thousands before Christmas. Uh, at the peak of building season, he says right now. Yeah, so not a lot of shit's getting built, obviously. Uh, in the middle of a housing shortage with record levels of immigration, this is the first indicator indicator of a recession, a really bad one. Buckle up, Canada. This is going to hurt. Uh, we may not survive this as a country. The cataclysm that we're about to enter is probably going to destroy the is probably going to destroy Canada. It's probably going to result in the nation breaking up. I I would imagine. Um, there's not there's very little holding this place together. I think this is probably the point. Because once the nation state collapses and it's kind of in a state of real like chaos and, and suffering and shittiness, that's the that's the perfect environment for, you know, a benevolent, you know, a new benevolent lord to just I can fix everything for you if you just submit to me and my wishes. And people tend to do that in those scenarios, and that's long been the rumored plan. They're just gonna collapse everything and then say, gee whiz, guys. You know what happened? You know what happened here, Herschel? Is that we just had we had too much nationalism. That's what they're gonna say. And there was too much of these competing interests in different countries and the fighting and oh my god, all the con- we should all just be together as one. You know, we should all just be working together, one human race. You know, one religion, just one dollar. That we all share. Just one giant big, you know, giant super fucking mega corporate prison. 
so we can maximize profits and do away with this pesky, uh, you know, idea that some of you peasants own parts of this world. No, you don't. You're all our property. And you will do whatever the fuck we tell you to do. So we're done with the countries and all that. Now, that's just, you know, that's a facade, right? These countries are all captured. It's all a pretend. Like, we don't have any control over our own destinies right now at all. And they're just pretending. But, you know, that's the idea. One world government, one world currency, one world religion. You get all those three things tied together, you've got world domination there, don't you? It's a good thing there's nobody openly talking about doing those things every year, annually, more than annually, at you know meetings of the rich and powerful all over the world. Uh, so, you know, some people are like, yeah, we just got to secede and, and break the country up. And I'm like, that's probably what they're trying to do. That's probably... Because once that happens, once that uh, limb has been torn off the body, to reattach it is even more difficult. Um, and now you've got competing interests regionally and so on, so it's much easier to pit people against each other. Like You've taken what was once a big, like say for the United States, for example, a huge mega superpower of a nation unified under one flag, one idea, one, and now you're going to have, what, like three, four, five smaller ones? You can take apart one at a time piecemeal, right? And use play them against each other. Like if I'm just asking, I'm just saying, I'm just playing a war game in my head. If I was going to take down the United States, how would I do that? Well, I can't do it militarily if I'm any other country in the world. That's fucking impossible. That they'll they'll murder me. Or I could do what this is. Uh, what is it called? Fifth generational warfare, unrestricted warfare. Is a book written by Chinese generals that talked about exactly this kind of plan. How they would rot the place out from within, subvert it from within. Until it fractures and breaks apart. Basically give America cancer. Like a chemical weapon or something. Of the mind. And through psychology cause them to destroy themselves. Okay, let's do that. And that's what they've been doing since the 70s. So, you know, look around. You know, what was Yuri talking about? Some other stuff. Something like that. Something like that. So I don't know. We're just we're just trying to survive. We're just going to try to survive the the impending doom. Here's here's other reasons why, you know. And I'm not I'm not trying to blackmail people. I'm just telling you this is probably what's going to happen. So if you have an idea of how bad it may be, you can kind of plan accordingly, you know. And uh, getting the libs out. If anybody's out there thinking that's going to do anything or that's going to somehow avert or save. This circus tent is going to fall down on the heads of the conservative party, assuming they win. I think they might win a minority. It's going to make no difference anyway. It wouldn't matter if they won every single seat in Canada. It wouldn't make any difference at all. This tent's going to fall down on their head. We have more debt. We've incurred more debt and spent more money in the last three, four years than both world wars combined. Adjusted for inflation. They gave away all of our money. We are so broke. Like, this is like uh, like Canada. Who knows about Fire Festival? You remember that story? Morgan introduced me to that last year. I'd never heard of this. And it was basically like a Ponzi scheme, a scam. This guy came up with this crazy idea for this great big mega awesome party, and it just robbed Peter to pay Paul and do all this kind of... Eventually, the bills were just, this isn't going to happen, and it, gets, and it all falls apart. But it doesn't happen at once. Everyone, every, it seems as though everything's fine until it's not. And then it becomes very apparent things are much worse than not fine. They're like apocalyptically bad. 
And that's probably where we're going. It's, that feels similar. We, we owe so much money we can't pay it. Our industry is decimated. Our workforce is decimated. Uh, everyone's uh, can't afford to do anything. This, the standard of living is, is dropping. Cost of living is exploding. Rent is up thousands of percent. Uh, we're importing millions of people who hate us, and they're going to, you know, they're, they're going to be violent. It's going to increase violence, racial tensions, uh, safety problems. More police are going to be needed as more police leave the police force, as they're being, you know, fired and kicked out if they have a soul or, you know, just quit after fatigue and like it's it's all it's all bad news meanwhile this winter is when the i think it's uh, january 1st guess what happens then the serb payments have to start going back yeah did you have fun did you have a good time taking all that government money how much did you take 10 grand 20 30 40 50 business loans what did you take it's all got to start going back january can you afford to do that no you probably can't can you Guess what happens then? They're gonna find they're gonna find ways you can work it off that they can they're gonna get it from you. They fucking own you now, right? That's what's gonna happen. Oh, do you have a house? Oh, interesting. Maybe we're gonna have to take a piece of that. We don't know, but they're gonna get your money. They're gonna get their money, and they're gonna uh, they're re- what do you, the the Americans are doing it too, funneling tons of money into the IRS. We're giving money to the CRA, hiring more people. Why do you think that is? So that's going to be paid back, and uh, everything costs more than ever. Do you think this is going to be a really magical Christmas shopping season? Because throughout the year, most businesses, the overwhelming majority of retail businesses, which is a big sector of the economy in the Western world, we have a consumer economy, guys. We don't fucking make anything. That's the Chinese now. We gave all of our shit to them. We don't make anything. We don't even make most of our own food. 70% of Canada's food comes from other countries. We just buy things. We just consume things and buy things. We're just sloths. So obviously, retail is going to be a big part. Is a big part of our economy. How money trades hands, doesn't it? Well, people are fucking broke, and the overwhelming majority of these businesses operate in the red. They lose money all year and make it up at the Christmas holiday shopping season. Uh, where they put all the sales and booms on, and they make up all the money there to put them, you know, in the clear for the year. That's not going to happen. That hasn't been happening the last couple of years, and this one I think is really going to break the back of a lot of these places. How many? How many malls? You notice the malls are getting emptier for lease for sale. Where'd that store go? You've noticed. This year is going to be worse. Oh, and by the way, interest rates are just up to what now? 6%? I don't know what they're at. They, they put like 20 interest rates hikes in a row. It wasn't 20. It was a lot, man. We went from nearly 0% interest and people in this environment and during COVID. Remember, there's the big housing boom too. How many of these people bought brand new houses in 2022 when the housing prices were going through the fucking roof and they're buying $700,000 bungalows uh, and they're paying $2,000 a month for a mortgage they could barely afford, but they could afford it so long as nothing goes wrong. Yeah, that was 0% interest in 2020. Now, 2023, often, first-term mortgages, a lot of them are three years, four years, or five years. I've done a couple of fives and a couple of threes. Those are usually the most attractive rates are at 3% or 5%. Lots of people bought in at 0.5%. For a three-year mortgage. That's going to be over. And guess what? Okay, here's your new offer. 6% and your payment. Oh, what was it? 22000 a month? Yeah, that's going to be 6400 a month now. Okay? Oh, you can't afford that? Oh, well, I guess, the, I guess your house is the bank's house now. 
Bye. That's how that works. And that situation, by the way, is is what's being faced by 20% of Canadian homeowners. 20% of the people in this country that own homes are looking at bankruptcy. They're going to lose all their shit. They're going to lose their houses because they can't keep up with the uh, massive interest rate. Well, and we warned all of this. I put out a video yesterday, and I meant it. I meant every word of it. The woman's crying. You know, I could even, you know, we could play part of it if you want. But um, we were just trying to help you guys. <laughs> I don't really care from what I was saying, but the stuff she was saying, so I can remind myself what I was just uh, thinking and talking about. Nobody was trying to be... Uh, mean but we mentioned all of this for a long time and and not just me a lot of people you can go back and like the community will verify this for me there's clips there's footage all everything i've ever said is saved forever so you know maybe think maybe consider that before you hit send on your latest fucking hot take on how evil you think I am, uh, I've I've been trying to warn the people of this country to not ruin their lives through terrible financial like they're being set up to fail. Like it was, this was bla- this was the biggest trap. I said they're offering you like oh yeah, basically uh, you can have a mansion. You want to live in a mansion, and they make it seem believable. But, oh well, interest rates are so low. You could just and, and didn't warn anybody. Didn't tell them like they're gonna have to jack these up. At some stage to stop, and here we go, and you're not going to be able to afford it anything, and you're going to lose everything, and you're going to yep, and not just not just houses, guys, cars too, and the car industry looks like it's good, it's in real tr- shit trouble too because nobody can afford cars now at these interest rates, and that's another industry that got so big and so hot it relies on yearly pro. You got to keep making money every quarter just to stay alive. Well, that's not going to happen. We we are in such a fucking state. It's like, what do they say about car crashes? It's not the deceleration that kills you. It's the sudden stop. It's the, or it's not the crash that kills you. It's the sudden, you know, traveling 80 miles an hour to zero at once against a wall. That tends to do a lot of damage. That tends to be what fucking kills you. The average person walking around has no concept of any of these problems. And, and on top of this, yeah, the housing, we can't, oh, well, we're bringing in millions of migrants and you're going to pay for that too. And we're going to need more money and more programs to pay for all these millions of people who 95% of our food banks, that's who it's going to, 95% of the money that you, you know, the things you give to the food bank, you're just feeding greedy Indians. There's scores of YouTube videos of them talking about how they can basically steal from you. Uh, oh, you get caught to Canada, you get to eat for free. This is how you do it. They just give it away. They're so stupid. You can get it all for free. That's all on YouTube. Canada is wide openly known as a like a just a, a candy shop. You can just come and take whatever you want. So we're going to be paying for that too. You're going to need to pay more taxes for that. And oh, maybe they need to live in your house. That's some of the ideas they're floating around. Maybe the migrants should live in your house with you because there's a housing crisis and we need to find homes for them. I don't really care for the homeless Canadians everywhere shooting themselves up with drugs and hanging themselves and killing themselves. But they they're old stock. They're old stock. We don't want that. We want, we need, we need Interjeet and Paul Minder to fucking move into your house and uh, you need to pay them. And maybe they need to fuck your kids. I don't know. They just, uh, there's really no end to how much we're willing to give them. Why don't you just actually cut your own face out of your family portrait and put his in there and go outside and kill yourself, average Canadian man? You could do that. Have you, could, have you thought, have you thought of being less toxic today and killing yourself to make room for your replacement? 
I think you should. This is Canada, after all. I'm just angrily rambling about whatever because, you know, it's one of these days. But uh, I did say I was going to play this video, but here we go. <sighs> this is the state of the place. Fuck this guy. He's ugly. I don't think I say anything. Here. Stand. Shut up. There we go. Check this out. I want to know how the hell people in Canada are even living. This is just a regular person, average person. And um, again, has no concept of what's going on. And you can tell through the video that she's somebody that just did what she was told and followed the rules. And I'm like a generally a good person, you know, have the normie good person. I follow the rules. I do what I'm told, you know. And there's some people that are like the knee jerk reaction to these videos is like, oh, fuck you. You're not. Uh, So that, that could have been you, though. You're where you are because of a number of things. I really don't like this attitude that there are people out there that are like, oh, fuck, dude, I've known about this shit for fucking... I'm, su- I'm somehow superior to this woman because I've known about this longer. Why do you know about it longer? Is there a test that we all take in school? Nope. Is there any kind of warnings or indicate? No. How is it that certain people come to these certain conclusions at certain times? Well, it really comes down to just cosmic luck, doesn't it? That you're exposed to the right people, the right place, the right time. Somebody asks the right question, the right experience, the right thing, the right place. Otherwise, uh, you just don't ever see anything. Because I was one of these people for years. I worked in the Army. I had 9 to 5 when we weren't in the field. Home for lunch, coffee, you know, hang out with the guys, drinking on the weekends, watching UFC, hockey games, back to work. Summer exercise, winter exercise. Oh, we're going to North Carolina for two months, and then we're going to Hawaii to train with the Marines and come back. Nine to five. I never, when was their time? Most normal people that work a career and they don't have time, and when would they be in, when would, you know, this easily could be you is what I'm saying. And could have been, and to not have that kind of respect for how easily you can be led down into a into a snake pit and have your fucking life destroyed by people that hate you. If you don't have a healthy respect for that, if you think you're somehow so superior that I would I can never be fooled by anything ever again. Oh no, is that are you sure about that? Have it, being that arrogant makes you weak. It makes you open to other kinds of attacks that you're not ready for. It's literally like letting your hands down and just being like, I've got this under, I don't need to fucking try anymore. I can fucking, oh, you think so? It is a mistake to not have respect for the immense amount of power and control these people have. To not have a healthy respect for, I'm not saying like them and, and be like, wow, they're so impressive. I mean, respect it. Like you would respect Mike Tyson's left hook if you were in a fucking ring with him. You know what I mean? You're like, yeah, I don't want to get hit with the easy now. You know, try and stay away from that. That's, uh... Or you can walk in there thinking you're some fucking badass and be like, he's five foot nine. What's this fucking guy going to do? And then you get brain damage forever because he's Mike Tyson. <laughs> anyway, the point is, you need, you know, this is just, 
Again, you don't have to listen to me. This is just my opinion. So you're trying to elevate yourself above that kind of attitude, literally, and not see this person hurt. Uh, this is a this is a Canadian woman, one of you, one of ours, in pain and suffering. And if your instinct is to fucking punch her down and push her down because you are also suffering, that's not cool. You know how you fix both of these things is to fucking swallow that and be a man, and then you offer her your hand and say, "I, you know, let's come on." And they'll a lot of them be like, "Fuck you, you're an extremist." All right, but who's who's still trying to help these people that hate us? Who's still trying to you know reach these people that have done nothing but take shots at us for fucking years? Why why would we do that? Is it has this been tremendously beneficial to our lives? Has this made things? And they still want to listen to. The suit dummies. They want to listen to the politicians and the media people who who have done what? They've gotten very rich, haven't they? Have they made your life better? No, they haven't. They've been taking incredible advantage of people like this and getting rich, watching as they as they die, as they die. Taking someone's job away, you might as well be telling them to die. How, so what are, where do I now get food? I don't know. Figure it out. That's what the government did to these people. Oh, and here, take this cheap money. Dude, you could trust me. It's going to be fine. They, they don't, like, they're not aware in the back of their head. Everyone should be angry as fuck. Like, I knew about this shit because I cared to look, but most people don't care to look because they trust that the government knows what it's doing, and it wouldn't do that to them. It wouldn't cheat them and fuck them over. Well, yeah, it would, and it did. And they're going to keep doing it. What did I do to you? Were, were you are you were you upset about some honking? I'm sorry, Kimberly or whoever. You know, I'm not. I don't know this woman. I have no idea who she is. I'm just if she sees this, I'm just I'm using you as an example in a caricature just for educational purposes. <laughs> I don't know where she stands on any of this, but hypothetical, Kimberly. Is that what her name is? I don't know. I don't know what it says. I think it says homesteading millennial. Okay, so maybe she's based. She could be based. Remember all the honking, guys, and how it gave you PTSD and it was the worst thing in the world or whatever? Yeah, those people with the honking were trying to stop this from happening. This is why there was the honking, so this wouldn't happen, because we saw this coming a mile away. These people are destroying the country, and they're going to ruin all of our lives if they're not stopped. And the ignorant, naive, traumatized, afraid people were, you know, again, still enslaved by these monsters, were told to hate the honking people. Hate the honkers. It's the honkers that did this to you. The honkening. They're terrorists and so on. Or are they your fellow citizens, sick and tired of seeing you end up like this, and they don't want this to happen to anyone else? How is uh, how is it working for you, following all of the rules and doing all of the things the talking head tells you to do? Is it going well? I generally consider myself a positive person. I'm, like, resourceful, but some stuff happened around the property, and, like, well, I know I'll never truly be homeless. Like, I have family to live with, and, you know, like, I have options. Like, I'm luckier than a lot of other people, but... How the hell are, is anyone existing in Canada? Like, I just, I feel trapped. 
and like like I just got a good job I start in September but even with that job it pays less than 40 grand a year and it's a job that requires like education and even on that job like I still can't do shit I can't buy anything I can't afford the rent these days like I'm I'm just I'm I'm just feeling so much despair and I know I'm normally like really really positive but I'm just like how is everyone else and are you okay because the answer is probably no and I know I'm lucky I don't I don't have kids I have like good family that will support me but I just I feel like I can't stay here but I can't move anywhere else because anywhere else I'm going to It happened again, didn't it? Yeah, I can always, always count on fake Jake. How, how long? Oh my god! I know. Jesus, enough. <laughs> hmm. What the fuck? Oh my! If stop it! If one more person calls me, I will, I will break everything. I think the stream's like a minute ahead, too, so they're just finding out now. <laughs> don't, make, don't make me use my outside voice. <laughs> this is my, this whole stream. Hoot! What now? I'm not answering any more of these calls. I'm throwing my phone away. It's gone forever. The fuck was they talking about now? I was about to continue, but no, no, we're going to... How do so many people have my phone number? Philip, destroy this phone. Get a new phone. New phone number. I don't like this. I don't remember what the hell I was talking about now, so we're just going to have to maybe go completely off the rails. I know it had something to do with that woman. <laughs> Fuck. Right. All right, now I remember what I said. This is how I see it. This is how I approach that, or, or I would like to approach that, and I think this is how the, this is the right way to approach it. When you calm down and you stop spurging and being ridiculous, you know. Think of it like if you were a father... And you had a kid and you told them not to do something stupid, you know, you tell them, don't ever do this or don't do that or don't do this because it's don't ever fucking do that. You know, very stupid thing to do. Or maybe they tell you, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. Don't do that. Very dumb idea. Don't do it. And then they do it anyway. And then they come back to you and go. Oh, uh, I, uh, I made a big boo boo. I made an accidentally boo. Is saying I told you so going to help at that point? Is that really going to do anything? Is it going to make you feel better? And they know. They know what they did. They know. They're like, immediately they're like, oh, fuck, they were right. I shouldn't have did this. Oh, my God. Fuck. You know. You can almost, you can almost just get past that with like a, a facial gesture. You know what I mean? They can just show up and be like, like, you know. They have they have massive regrets. All you have to go, all you have to do is be like, "All right, well, anyway, let's. Here's what we're gonna do, and and just move on. Like, how are you? Uh, do you care about these people or not? Right? These are your citizens. This easily could have been you. This could be somebody you love. This could be your own child, or your parents, or your brothers and sister. Like these are these are our, you know. Anyway, some of us are still trying to reach people and, and help them, and others are just, 
bleeding them for money and telling them to get, uh, it's time to get the booster shot. It's time to get more. Uh, this place is falling apart. And it's like, uh, I bet it feels like this. Because it's been a while now for me. So I'm trying to remember what. It, but And things were pretty good when I first entered the workforce as an adult. It was right before the 08 crash, but I I mean, 2004, really. Three, 2003. I joined the Army in 2003, so around that. But things were pretty good. And even during the crash, like I didn't have any assets or real estate, so it really didn't affect me. I didn't have any investments, really. <laughs> it didn't really. made everything cheaper for a little while, actually, for houses, but... Um, but, but now it, it's got to feel like in this environment with everything, the way it is, it, it's got to feel like you're being, you're, you're fighting a ghost. Like no matter how hard or how much you try to get ahead and, and try to build something or try to get somewhere, you just can't. There's always something else to pay. There's always you. You only ever have just barely. Yeah, that's on purpose. The amount of taxes we pay are insane, and there's new ones every year. They vote to give themselves raises all the time. Did you get a fucking raise? Are you making six figures a year to sit around and go, Mister Speaker? I think only essential workers should have jobs. Oh, but I still get paid. I'm essential. I sit home and drink and pop pills. Sometimes I show up to the stupid building and I say, Mr. Speaker, and sometimes I don't. Give me a quarter of a million dollars. Like, I I bet the average person, they must just feel like, I, I feel like I'm being crushed and squeezed, but I don't know how or why what's happening. I just, I know that this is hard and it sucks and I'm in pain and I'm, it sucks. Yep. Uh, these are all, these are all for specific reasons. You just don't know what they are. It's like, it's like somebody who walks into a doctor's office. They walk into Dr. Rage's office. Doctor, I got all these problems. I got all these pains. I got all this emotional pain and spiritual pain and i don't know where it's coming from my friends think i'm crazy no sir you're not i know what you got you got a bug you got uh you got a bug called closet nationalism Your spirit is literally dying under this relentless assault that you don't know is happening. But you can feel it happening, can't you? Is it all in my head? But they said it's all in my head. They would say that. They hate you. And they want you to die. And they think it's funny. So, listen to those people if you'd like. I won't.
Indian slaves in my basement, he says. My goodness. says, hey, I hear Derek needs more employees for the Griff shop. He may. I have a few people I'm willing to let go if the price is right. Gun bomb knife, good sir. Knife bomb gun, gun bomb knife. <laughs> you gonna so you're gonna send you're gonna send him slaves? He'll use them. Derek is he is fine with that. He will he will not hesitate to whip someone at all. I have no question about that. Zebex Demise says this place is held together with bubble gum and quiche. That I uh, is that's accurate. That's accurate. Uh, the Dark Lord is back. He says the Sinisniz and Mayo are so season two. Yeah, it was a rough. That was a rough one. I'm looking forward to the don't. I'm going to read this, but it's. I feel like I'm going to suffer in a minute, and I'm going to try and get this out before the, the wave of emotions hits me over what I just... He says, I'm looking forward to the mag... To the, oh, see, my, I'm already scrambling. Uh, hurry up, hurry up. I'm looking forward to the tranny rot pocket season finale. Heard there will be maggot tunnels to tongue punch. My fucking God. <laughs> Uh, uh, that was gross. That was too much. That's, uh, but I mean, that's fair. I mean, they did. They upped the ante, didn't they? They got more ridiculous. And I mean, guys, it's holes. They just have a hole, and there's sometimes like gross. There's like, yeah, there can be maggots in the hole. It's not a joke. That's not. I mean, I mean, it's it's a joke that he's making, and it's gross. But it's based on like re, like that's. I'm depressed. Okay, moving on. Wilma. Wilma's back. Wilma Dickfit, 24 Sussex Drive, is a great gun bomb knife address. Napalm party at Rideau College, toxic industrial chemicals and anthrax. 338 members of parliament locked in sea cans in the sun and forgotten. Yeah, there's a lot to take in there. (laughs) Gun bomb knife, knife bomb gun. Nags. It says, thanks for everything you do, man. I sense they want to put all the legal mandates behind them and have the general public forget about them. Like every crime. What what, why, what else would they do? What do you expect them to do? If you were them and you just pulled off some fucking massive heist and people are trying to, hey, they're stealing all that. You'd be like, shut the fuck up, man. Of course they're not going to say anything. That's like, the fact they haven't said anything is the most powerful indictment I could give them. That is your, I consider it, a sacred obligation. When people have placed their trust and their lives and their livelihoods and like this kind of responsibility, not even one person, never mind multiple people. I've been responsible for like 10 people before. Sometimes 20 or 30 unlimited fucking things, but usually I have like 10 guys and I'm their boss. Like that, that can be humbling. Like they're relying on you to make the right decisions, aren't they? So you better take it serious. Like, do you not feel a response? Because I did. Because I, I think because my soul works. I felt a responsibility to these guys to do the best that I could for their because I don't want them to get fucked over because of me. That's a normal way to think. 
Why is it that these people in this building, <clears throat> this this parliamentary building, 338 seats, 338 representatives of the members of the public that have taken this sacred obligation and they've accepted the sacred responsibility to be shepherds and caretakers of their people, to navigate the path forward, deflect obstacles and solve problems and do whatever they have to do for the benefit and uh, you know well-being of the people that gave them that trust and that responsibility. 338 of those people in that building, and yet, as of today, August the 16th, 2023, not a single soulless one of those people have decided it was worth mentioning that we were genetically experimented upon forced into a medical tyranny situation and a massive score of people are now permanently injured and many others dead as a result. No one in that building feels as though they have a moral imperative to address that problem. Not one. 338 different people, different backgrounds, different lives. Oh, this, they're all different individuals. But you know what they all have in common at the end of the day? Liberal, conservative, NDP, Green Party, whatever you're doing, drinking, doing pills, fucking each other. I mean, you guys have a lot in common. You probably share a lot of STDs. You probably share a lot of each other's wives and husbands and so on. But one thing you'll always have in common is that not one of you said a goddamn word about the murdering going on. The single most destructive thing that's ever happened to our society, to our civilization, you presided over, and now that the you know the dust has settled and we're starting to see the scope and breadth of the damage that's been caused by this, you still feel as though there's no reason to bring it up. It's not even worth talking about, I guess, right? You got, you got bigger things to, to, to work on, don't you? Like, um, like climate change. And LGBTQ worship, and rainbow flags, and transsexuals, and refugees welcome, and where will the refugees live, and the refugees, maybe they should live with you, and let's give more to the refugees. Yes, these are the problems that all Canadians want solved, and and are at the forefronts of our minds all the time. Everyone is just going to bed hungry, (laughs) haha, now these days, thinking, man, I hope the refugees, I hope Muhammad has somewhere to live. I hope, I gee, Willie, I do hope. All of my worries and cares lie with the fate of Muhammad and Interjeet and, and Palminder and all the... I just... I Jeez, I golly, I hope they're okay. Mommy, I'm hungry. Mommy's hungry too, honey. But jeez, out there, Muhammad is only getting most of his requirements from the food bank. Don't, is that why we can't go to the food bank anymore, Mom? That's right, Billy. We can't go to the food bank anymore because all of the food is going to Muhammad and Interjeet and Paul Minder. And I just hope to hope that they're okay right now. When's Daddy coming home? Daddy's never coming home, Jimmy. He took an experimental injection and he died. Okay, so any minute now, I'm sure things will turn right around. Don't worry, Jimmy. Millhouse is on it. He's going to get the libs out, and we're going to get powerful paychecks. It's probably that that whole scenario probably isn't very much of an exaggeration for a lot of people in this country, is it? A lot of loved ones hurt and gone. A lot of people lost their jobs, extremely lowered standard of living, are now living in poverty that never used to be, 
and the people that were living in poverty are doing worse than ever, and they can't even get food from the food bank because most of it's going to so-called refugees. Refugees from where? We don't know. This unnamed, you know, cataclysmic war that's happening in the United States that they're fleeing from, I, I, I guess. They made six connecting flights on the way here to escape, and they were only safe when they landed here. It's our responsibility. We have to do this. So that's why Billy and his mom can't get the food they need. They can't get a job they need. They can't get anywhere to live because we need more faster legally. Don't we, conservatives? Because diversity is our strength, right? And uh, we're not going to address what happened to Billy and, and his mom and, and their dad either because that would also be very politically inconvenient. So the fact that basically we killed him by saying, listen, Billy's dad, you have to get all of these experimental injections or else you're going to lose your job. And Billy's dad, being the frightened father and concerned for his family, did what many uh, you know, good men would do and say, I will, take, I will make this sacrifice for them so they don't have to. How many parents did you hear say that? Oh, I got it so my kids wouldn't have to, so I could keep my job so I could feed them. They used your love for your own children against you. How fucking gross is that? You should be very angry. Like 9 out of 10 angry on a regular basis, every day, knowing that that's what they did. They threatened that they would take away your ability to provide for your own family and your loved ones if you didn't do what they said. Knowing that you would comply, so they used your children as a pressure point. And your family and your jobs and all of that. They intimidated you into complying. Now, none of it happened. Oh, none of that, that, none of that ever happened, hey? Remember, remember how none of that happened? Hmm. I'm just going to get the libs out. <clears throat> it's, it's 3D chess, bro. It's 4D chess. They, they're just saying... The, <laughs> if you can't even talk about these things in public... What makes you think they're going to get done in private? I'm just curious as to what, you know. Because typically when people get in power, whatever their rhetoric was on the way in, it usually almost always softens incredibly. It doesn't go the other way. They don't become more hardened and more hardline and more they go back they go down. They they become absorbed by the machine and just be, you know. All right. I don't know what I'm talking about. Fuck all these people. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that was Nags' super chat. Since they want to put all the legal mandates behind them and have the general public forget about them, and I believe your streams are making that difficult for them as well as influencing others to do something. Just, yeah, I mean, they don't, they don't like me talking, that's for sure. They tried. They tried to get me on conditions to make me not have access to the Internet and be able to talk. They did succeed in some people's cases, but... <laughs> You find yourself in these situations and you you can you can you could afford be able to maintain a, a good lawyer fucking get one That's like that's like opting for the cheap fire extinguisher Like if I need a lawyer I'm not having a good time right So Obviously, the stakes are high, so you're going to want somebody who knows what they're doing, 
And people that know what they're doing generally are, are more sought after versus the ones that don't because people that know what they're doing, they, f- they get a reputation for knowing what they're doing. So then, therefore, they can command higher salaries and ask for even more money because more people want them to work for them and they can get to pick and choose uh, which cases they take and so on. You see how this works? Oh, I wouldn't hire that guy, man. They, they want way too much money. Why? Are they really good? Oh, yeah, they never lose, but they want too much money. It's like... Oh, yeah, it is Michael Jordan, but I don't want him to play for my team. That's too expensive. <laughs> are you? So you'd rather lose than... Are you this cheap? What's your last... What's your early life section say? <laughs> Losing is not based. Um... Right. Mega. How are you, man? It's been a while. He's driving down Napalm Drive. I saw the local gym was putting on a fully automatic gun show. It was really nice to see. Anyway, first super chat in five or six years. Thanks for everything. It's, I don't think it's been that long, but I'm probably two years, maybe, man. At least a year. I really like seeing people from, uh, from you know, that they're still around after years and years of this. I saw another guy. He pops up in the, the comments sometimes once in a while. Morelli. Morelli Cast. He's a musician. I think he's in Toronto. Uh, he's not bad, and uh, yeah, he's, you know, there's a handful. I remember the first couple streams I did was like 30, 40 people, and uh, most of them hung around for a long time. <laughs> and there's still there's still a few of them out there. It's interesting. Nice. Appreciate it, guys. Karen Kanzler says, PP's second rooster in charge is hot as napalm. All right. He says, it would be the bomb to shoot ropes, in parentheses, Do I have to... Re- uh, I I don't... Why do I have to make these noises come out of my mouth? Why can't... Why can't... A, why, Philip, can you do it? Can you just beam it into their heads? He wants to shoot... All right, here's what I'll do. See if I can do it this way. All right. Oh, no. Does this happen every time? Oh, it does. Shit. He wants to shoot ropes of fuck on onto her sweet guns and then also lower, lower receiver. I've said enough. You know what he wants. You know what he wants, and no one wants that to happen to him or anyone else. We're worried. We're worried for you, uh, Karen. I, I don't. I don't know what to say to you. Feather not dot says hello, brother. Sorry about the five feathers trying to shive you in jail. Oh, she, yes. Were they all? Yeah, they all. They, I think they were all native. One of them might not have been. But I think they all were. Um, it says, I will say not my people. <laughs> well, they were all career criminals. So, I mean, yeah, you're probably right. He says, been at work for two weeks. See, right? You have a job. They've never had jobs. They just stab people and sell drugs. <laughs> uh, he says, been at work for two weeks, so I'm kind of out of the loop. Uh, but have you watched The Jones Plantation? No. You talking about Jim Jones? 
the Heaven's Gate. What? Somebody corrected me, and they're like, "That was the other thing. That wasn't the cool. That was Heaven's Gate, not fucking whatever." There's a bunch. There's there's been a bunch of Kool Aid drinking death cults. All right, it's not even a unique thing. It happens all the time. Apparently, that you can even mix them up. There's so many. Lovely, great news. Uh, I was like, "What? What do you mean? There's more than one?" Yeah, that wasn't Jonestown. That was the other one. Oh my fuck. Okay, whatever. He says, uh, to the chat, pay up suckers. Sorry, I just like saying pay up suckers. Keep on trucking, brother. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Hope you're doing well. Wil- Wilma says, bun- uh, bomb, gun, knife, rope, death. Pissing ceases off. is fun boogaloo haiku. That was a boogaloo haiku. Good for you. See, we're all rhyming now. We've all got a little bit of M&M inside of us. Richard Payne says, even anecdotally in my own life, more and more of these shoulder-shrugging indifferent people are really starting to feel it, starting to ask why and really want some answers. Yep, the convoy was a peaceful prelude. The next chapter might not be so. Yeah, have you thought the... uh you thought the honk honk, we don't want mandates was bad? Wait until, like, honk honk, we are hungry. Honk honk, I'm homeless. You know, that's that's a whole different kind of honking. That's not friendly honking. That's angry honking. That's, um, where's the money, motherfucker? We have a trillion dollar economy in this country. There is no reason anyone should be poor here. No one. If you work here, if you live in this country and you have a job, you should be doing okay. That's how much money we have. So why is it not even fucking close to that? It's not impossible. It's been done before. Uh, But, you know, then rich people end up blowing up your country, typically when you try that. But, you know, it's always worth a risk. Being able to live your own life and all and all that. Uh, Man on the Mountain says, "Who would have thought that HH stands for hate the honkers?" I it Heil Honkler. I don't know. Jenstein says, "Classic rage." I don't. Is this classic? I don't know. We're only an hour in. Oh, it's late. I started late. Guys, can I just go home? I'm just not into this today. <laughs> All right, we let you go. No, God damn it. They're never, they'll never let me leave. Oh, we'll get on with this here in a minute. I've just been rambling. It's one of these. It's always like this, though. Just me yelling. What are you watching? That guy in the wood pile that's yelling? Yeah, it's... What's he, yell, what's he yelling about? I, a lot of things. I don't know. He's just... I don't know. It's this or I go on a rampage, honey. What do you want? See, sis, I'm trying to... I'm, I'm protecting you right now. That's what I'm doing. The day I stopped doing this, some fucking time bombs out there, you know? <laughs> don't say that. Well, I don't know. I assume statistically, right? How many millions of people? And they know the numbers. Ceases, what are the numbers? Just put them in the chat. I know you're here. Just, you can create another, fa- just create a different account. Come on. It could be fun. It could be fun. We could play who's the, a- which one was actually the Ceases agent. Because no one's, listen. This is a game we're going to play right now, Ceases. I know you're watching, and let's just make it more fun for everybody, all right? This is what you do. Just create a name like Ceases Agent. No, really, I'm actually a Ceases Agent, like something like this. And just, like, throw some kind of, like, misdirection in the chat. And people are going to have to guess whether, like, was that Quick Dub or was that actually a Ceases Agent? No one's ever really going to know anyway. So we could all have fun. Like, was that actually them? It could be. We know they're watching. 
Is that true or a lie? We don't know. Now we're having fun, right? Now we're both playing mind games. I'm trying to... I'm trying to fucking include you in my world. You're doing everything in the world I can think of to try and include yourself in mine. You won't call me. You won't ask me out on a date. You always run from me every time I see you. So, I'm trying to build... This is a way you can discreetly let me know what's going on without outing you. Because there's no way anybody could prove, you know. I'm just putting it out there. It's an option. (laughs) Feathers back. He says, not honkers, but honkies. Sorry, I don't know how to spell honky. Oh, gotcha. Honky. Yeah. We are in deep shit. Zimbabwe style. Time to break out the Austrian economics. Grow food. Stop paying the plantation owners. Yeah. Uh, growing your own food is like printing money because you're what what are you definitely going to spend money on food you need to eat or you'll die so if you can grow food from nothing like seeds you found it's like well there's some food that i don't have to buy with money i've just made i've just invented money if you could replace everything you eat somehow i mean i'm sure some people have done it with food they've cultivated and grown themselves and they have like a sustainable livestock and they slaughter in and do it. It's like, yeah, I I don't pay for food. I just do some work and I eat for free. Damn, that's a massive fucking advantage, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I, that would be, wouldn't it? So being able to feed yourself is a huge advantage in life. I don't need to pay anyone for food. So that's a lot of money I can save. And number two, no one can starve me out. Oh, the grocery store burned down? What a shame. Don't care. Right? Huh. Food security. Something to think about. Hard to hard to rattle people with food security. Hard to really make them move or do much. It's like, I don't really need much from you, though. I, I can live without you. That's what they don't like. You know, they're a jealous girlfriend. Like CSIS. They won't, they're just spying and stalking. They don't want to let us go. They, they say that they hate us, but they won't stop coming by here. It's like, just, you're not, you don't, though. It's just a lot of sexual energy. You don't hate us. You're just, it's, you're, you're confused. Your gene, genetics are telling you one thing. Your mind's, you're slapping yourself. You're like, you know, you, and again, being where you're at, you probably haven't gotten laid in 10 years or maybe ever. So, you know, what you're pursuing in your confused emotional state as a demoralized uh, communist agent is your, you're pursuing, and, and that's why a lot of them have these fucked up, crazy sexual fantasies and fetishes because they're just they're scrambled eggs in the brain, and um, they just they want to have sex with us guys, and um, that I think <sighs> we're gonna take volunteers. All right, Derek, Sean, some other guy. I'm gonna need you guys to take one for the team here, and we're gonna see. We can just discreetly set this up. Ceases. You can send me an email. I will, and we'll arrange. You know, your thirstiest, most desperate agents, and we'll try to. Well, no, because there's there's no men. I've seen no men. It's all like strange lesbian type looking women. And like, let's face it, they're only pretending to be lesbians because they think it's cool and they think it's woke. And it's what I mean, they're you've seen their search history. Nobody looks at our photographs that long because it's doing because they're doing research. OK, there's fapping going on, guys. We know it. You know it. Let's just get it over with. Derek says, only if I get first pick. I'll put that in the contract. 
We need to move forward together as a nation, and the only way we do this is if Derek starts slamming your agents, okay? <laughs> Listen, there's a cabin in the woods. Nobody's going to know. I mean, the goats will know. And we know how they talk, so, I mean, just don't kill the goats. Well, anyway, we'll sort this out later. I'm just, I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm an idea guy. Jens Dean says Derek has Sophie in the Farrah murder, murder, murder dungeon right now. Can't confirm. Oh, well, so Derek's already, like, busy then. Fairy, what are you doing, man? I mean, we need this. We need to get this done, okay? We're going <laughs> to... There's a very high probability that someone from CSIS is actually having to read this or monitor this, and I wonder if they actually are a, a lesbian that works there, and they're just see Like, how are they responding to this? What are you, like, seething, you know, terror? Like, does he does he know who I am? Like, what, what kind of... <laughs> what kind of reactions go through their mind right now? A gun bomb, knife, knife bomb, gun! Semtex, 3D printed homemade guns. A drive-by window that throws guns out onto the street to Hamas. And he also, and the and the Jewish gold he throws through the windows. I'm actually money laundering that through Whitey Bulger's old connections in Massachusetts. That's what I'm doing. I'm laying out my entire criminal network for you before your eyes. And I'm just that cocky that I can't be caught. I've covered my tracks so well, there's nothing you can do. You'll never find any evidence of this. Because I'm too good. I'm just too good. I'm that good. I'm a criminal mastermind. I'm a fucking genius, and I did it all while I was half in the bag. Yep. You ever see Fight Club? It was just like that. I don't even recall. I thought I was sleeping. Apparently I wasn't. Apparently at night I was Tyler Durden, and I was doing all of these things. Fortunately, I mean, you can just pause, rewind, CSIS, and you can, and you, and you can. Uh, I mean, you've got the transcripts and everything, right? The the AI, I'm sure the AI is is grabbing it all. Bombs, gun, knives, Semtex, homemade Semtex. We're making Semtex at home in my garage, in my bathtub. <laughs> Where's um, like we'll show you proof. You, you want to fine? You don't want to take my word for it? Well, that would be a mistake, CSIS. I think you're in over your head. I don't think you know what you're dealing with. All right. You think we're just fucking around? I don't know. I, I don't know if that's true or not. You're going to have to use your intelligence ability as a as in a professional intelligence agency. You've done so well so far. I mean, what's Saxon doing here? What's he up to? What's this? What are you doing? I'm making chlorine gas in the bathtub. It's fucking dangerous. Get out of here. You know, look, leaked video, more leaked video. Diagonal terrorists are making chlorine gas at home in their bathtubs. All right, out of out of household chemicals that they've sourced from uh, Google image, uh, Google searches, Control F, find. <laughs> now, now we've now we've escalated to this. How much, how much more dangerous does this have to get? I get like I get it. I get it. You guys know who Andy Kaufman is? <laughs> Andy Kaufman is one of the original like troll comedians ever. And he would just stick to a bit that was an inside joke for like two people and no one else in the world was in on the joke until way later, if ever sometimes. 
People didn't even believe he was dead. People still, people still don't believe he died because they were like, "That's he's trolling us. He faked his death. Like he's not. You can't believe anything comes out of this guy's mouth." I get why he, it's so funny. <laughs> it's just too amusing, you know. Oh, poor Cesus, you know. I don't know. I, I They probably thought they were going to be dealing with, like, the Russians or Chinese or something, and it's like, no, it's just some asshole in a woodpile. We're engaged in, a, in, a, in an emotional, psychic struggle with some asshole in a woodpile. Mohammed, I don't know, is this a statement or is this your name, sir? Muhammad is a faggot. P-H-E-G-G-O-T. It's an interesting way to spell it. It's a way, I don't know why you name yourself something like that. Uh, they say, on vacation the last two weeks with my 13-year-old son, he kept asking to listen to Jeremy's live stream. Now, every time he walks by me or I ask him to do something, he says, no one cares in exactly your voice and tone. Grenade C4 spear. Right. Bomb gun knife. S- uh, stolen night vision goggles. Peck 4 IR illuminating designators. <laughs> Infrared lasers. Stolen. Crates of stolen. PEC-2 and PEC-4 infrared laser designators. Crates of them. Stolen. Stolen from an army base. In my garage right now. Throwing them out my window right now. Money laundering for Hamas terrorists right now. Now. It's happening now. Right this minute. Right now. As I'm saying it, I'm typing it right in. Send, send money, sending money to evil Hamas terror. Well, Osama bin Laden is still alive, and he's in Diagalon, and he's working for us. We faked his death. This was our opening salvo. Osama bin... <laughs> Osama Diagalon bin... Di- how, how do we do this? Osama bin Laden, there's a way to make this joke work. Osama bin Laden. Osama bin Lagalon? No. Oh. Somebody help. Come on. We can't we we're not going anywhere until we get this until we get this sorted out. Osama Diagolon, maybe? Osama Dagladen. Nailed it! There we go. Moving on. You guys what would you guys do without me? Huh? Come on. Come on. You need me. You need me on that wall. You want me on that wall. Who else would come up with Osama Dagladen? All right. Anyway, Osama Dagladen. I'm sending him money. Right. Doot, 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 doot. Those were the noises. I, no, Morse code. Doot, 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 doot. And he's over there like. It's playing that weird Arabic you know, music. And there's subtitles at the bottom. I don't know. Ceases investigate now. Now it's happening now. 9-11-2. September eleventh, two thousand twenty-three. There's going to be a Osama Dagladen attack. He's going to fucking break into Sea World. He's going to free the giant whale that's trying to kill itself. He keeps bashing its head against the against the inside of the Sea World wall. And Osama Dagladen is like, I've never been to the ocean, and I have never seen a whale. He troubles me that this giant, magnificent creature should choose to rather die than live a life of imprisonment. And I was like, I don't care about this intellectual, spiritual, long-winded diatribe, Osama Dagladen. What are we doing with the whale? I thought you were some kind of big-time terrorist. No, the CIA just painted me as one. What the fuck? They did that to me, too! 
Who else is out there? You'd be surprised. Saddam Hussein was actually a pretty fucked up guy. But he was funny. You know, we had a good time. Me and Saddam really had a couple of weekends. One time in Vegas. You were in Vegas? Oh, yes. Back when the CIA was our friend. <sighs> okay. I'm detecting a trend here. So when are they going to start bombing my country? Since it doesn't physically exist, you have an advantage we have never had. Your battlefield is in the mind of imagination. Saddam and I, we tried to do it in real life, and they just blew everything up and killed everybody. <laughs> hmm. It's true. It's true. Can the CIA drone strike imaginations? I don't think they can do that yet. So, so far. So far. If we can stay ahead of them, we'll definitely stay ahead of CSIS because they're not even anywhere near the quality of the CIA. <laughs> Demoralization meter lowering. There's probably an alarm that goes off at work. They're going to lock the building down. Nobody goes on the roof. There's three people trying to get to the roof so they can jump off and commit suicide. There's a guy with an MP5. Get the fuck back down there! You know, no. I'm taking them down. I'm taking this whole organization down. <laughs> I just remembered this. and I, I uh, thought to mention this because I, I talk about um, sometimes movies, TV shows, and stuff, and I don't like... Mostly everything's terrible, right? Every once in a while you see something that's like, this is legitimately good art, and, uh, you know, it's interesting or entertaining and so on. If I like it, you know, maybe you guys would like it. Anybody seen this TV show, Barry? Uh, Bill Hader does this show. Barry writes it and produced it and so on. And basically plays this uh, ex-Marine turned assassin. And his life just gets crazy and spirals out of control. Anyway, highly recommend. Very much enjoy. was a pretty good, uh, pretty good one. You know? Anyway, there was a guy in that show at one point who said he talked. Uh, talk, he was in Vietnam, this big black guy. And he's like, I talked my interrogator into killing himself. <laughs> it's like, you did what? Are you sure he wasn't just having a bad day? Like, how did you how did you flip it around like that? So you know, maybe maybe that's how Cesis views me. I'm like some kind of super villain that needs to be stopped because I just I keep I've I'm really a threat to the organization is what it's really come down to. The demoralization has been so powerful that morale has dropped. You know, and they're spending a lot on mental health. Um, the the doctors they got a contract out. They're spending a lot on pills because the agency has to cover their prescriptions, and they've all got anxiety disorders. And they're all worried about their weight and everything now, and they're questioning. They're like, oh, "It's making fun of my vayvem or queer experience," and you know, so they're having all these crises, and so and which affects their workload. Their work capacity is diminished. So you're basically fielding a whole team of people that are playing hurt. You know, they're not operating at their full capacity. They're on mental health drugs. They're taking anti anxiety meds. Some of them are getting addicted to pills. They're drinking a little bit throughout the day because it makes the pills go down more fun. You know, productivity is just plummeting. And really, you know, I guess in that way, um, I guess I am a national threat to security. <laughs> if you put it that way. But but you started this. You could have just fucking, you know, did this and just left people alone. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have cause to just, you know, be really mean about it all the time. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't even think to do that. It wouldn't even cross my mind. Until you attacked me, you know, not cool. You know, Osama Dagladen doesn't like it either. Like, what does Osama Dagladen think? Not cool. Sodom Dagsane. Not as good. Sodom Dagsane says it's not cool. Sadag Hussein, much better. Sadag Hussein and Osama Dagladen are like, the bro, not cool. 
And they would know, all right? They they had befriended these intelligence agencies. And what ha- what did they get for it? Fucking not cool is what they got. All right? So, you know, you guys, you know, you have an opportunity to do better. You could be better. You know what you people like to say. Be better. Do better. And what are you doing? You're not you're not doing better. You're not being better. Being just like them. You're being just like them. You should be ashamed of yourselves. Morale is dropping to critical levels. <laughs> meep, meep, meep. <laughs> Release the gas. They're going to have to give you some kind of gas, like laughing gas to sedate you and just kind of fucking, just to mitigate the risk of suicides, maybe. They've had to reinstall all the windows. Have you seen it? The building downtown in Halifax where the CSIS office is, they've had to reinforce all the windows with suicide-proof glass like they have in Las Vegas so people can't break the glass and jump to their death. That's what they had to put in there. That was probably expensive. They're probably going to bail me for that, too. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, if they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me, but I'm not going to take it like that. I'm going to make as much fun of them as possible. What are you going to do? You know? You, you got to do something. All I can do, all I can do is la- <laughs> make fun of them. So that's what we're doing. Pilot Mike says there are YouTube videos of, yeah, I was just talking about this earlier, uh, Indian international students advising others how to get free food from out of food banks. That's right. Send every one of them the fuck out of here. If you came here to take advantage of this place, yeah, absolutely. Goodbye. And that's, some for, that's face it, that's what most of them are doing. Littlefoot says you have to say those words because all you do is kill, kill, kill. You need to entertain them, so entertain them. What makes the grass grow? Blood, blood, blood. Philip's disciple says, so since we are doing the Fed posting now, can retable the motion about this transitioning into a cult? Hmm. What are the legal ramifications of running a cult? Computer, analyze. Control F, find. Legal precedent. Cult. Keywords. Cult. Sentencing. Indictable offenses. Uh... Supreme Court, um, and I don't know, cult again. You know, see what comes up. <laughs> I have an imaginary computer like the guy in Iron Man where I can just ask, computer, do these things, and nothing happens, but I just feel better that I've put the words out there into the universe, so now the universe knows on some level that I want an answer to this, and it'll provide it for me somewhere. You guys just aren't doing it right. You don't... You don't have secret, evil, demented, you know, far-right supervillain powers. <laughs> I mean, look at the set, though, and the colors, and I, I'm literally holding a staff with a creepy... I'm like Jafar of the fucking... <laughs> I just need to be able to actually... Sh- I'm going to put red contacts on my eyes one of these days and just finish it off. Just their nightmare fuel. Austrian leftists don't tell their kids about Krampus. They worry about Philip instead. <laughs> Krampus, though, oddly enough, I think is a goat man, isn't he? He's some kind of goat man. I think I left that part out. Philip, are you Krampus? That makes a lot of sense. If you're Krampus, that makes a lot of sense. Like, this is what you do. This is where you go at Christmas time. He says he goes to home to see his friends, he doesn't have friends. Cocaine is his friends. So who is he? He just goes to frighten children in Austria. The mountain children of Austria need to be frightened annually. It's part of his rituals. So he is. I don't question, you know. 
He lets me be, he lets me do what I do, so I don't I don't <laughs> question it when he does. Dean Murdoch. Okay. Says my sex life in 2023 is like COVID-19. Everyone seems to be getting it but me. Wow, that was that was a gut buster, Dean. <laughs> uh, Feather Not Dot says the Jones Plantation independent film budget was $150,000. Released 2023, only on the internet. I think it'll resonate with you. Oh, God. He says, I have no connection with it. Slaves are freed, in air quotes, pledge allegiance to the plantation, debt forever taxes, but you're free. Okie doke. Thank you, sir. Uh, Dark Lord says, I've got a special list of CSIS agents. You'd be surprised what the condo dumpster in Coquitlam reveals. Uh-oh. He says, TikTok, Parcel Terror, 2100, Zulu gun bomb knife. Knife bomb gun. Suitcase bomb. Fucking um, heroin shipments. Uh, um, diamonds heist. Diamond heist. A heist of diamonds. Shipments of diamonds. There, that should. We're just trying to keep keep the AI, you know, to keep keep it uh, keep it bouncing around. You don't want to be able to box it in with easy search parameters. We don't want to make it easy for the AI. We want to make every adjustment they make. We have a countermeasure so that they just. We're. It's a war of attrition, guys. We're trying to. We're trying to defeat them through you know endless levels of frustration and annoyance. It's a it's a it's an old tactic. It's not frequently used in war. Um, but it is used by the Joker. So, I mean, this is what you get, you know, the funnier, the funnier, the torture method, the better. (laughs) Oh man. (laughs) Diagonal Deke. Probably supposed to be Dean of Cesis. So a spelling mistake. So this already. Leads me, leads me to believe this could actually be Cesis. Says, I've been hungrily watching Derek's thirst trap videos all summer. Knew it. He has a, such a sexy lumberjack. I get first pick of him, not the other way around. We can play find the chicken wing in my skin flaps. I'm just waiting for everyone else to recover. I'm okay, but I know there's others. I'm very desensitized, but some people definitely didn't take that well. And that's okay, you know. We're we're doing we're doing great, kid. Jen Steen says, I promise you seventy two virgins after death. What is that? What was that? Was that a live something on my shoulder and then I went to hit it off and it's gone? Um, okay. So Jen Steen's got a cult now. Uh, Richard Payne says all these politicians talking about housing supply, but even housing supply, but even the Indians who live 12 to a house in Brampton can't afford what they're building anymore. It's a bubble plain and simple. Yep. Built up over 15 years. Dags tell your families to stock up on gold, silver, food, water, cash, and bang bangs. All good commodities to own. Jen Steen says, did your lawyer ever say, can you make it a bit easier on me, sir? (laughs) What? What do you mean? Did your lawyer ever say, can you make it a bit? I'm not sure what you mean. To who? The judge? Like, (laughs) hey, can you guys, like, stop fucking being, like, gay like this? Can you guys, like, cut that out? Like, fucking, come on, man. Um, (laughs) Marco the Rat. All mental Marco is himself. He says, I'm alarmed at the volume of paper. And he spelled it Papper. 
Again, story checks out. He's illiterate and drunk, often drunk. Our CISA's headquarters is now going through thanks to this alarming spike in AI keyword flags. Guns, bombs, knives, Molotov dozer. A dozer that, that throws Molotovs, perhaps. Uh, I missed a, some of these on Rumble, and then we're going to get uh, through with these. Uh, he says, uh, Mac Meigs, good rope, sir. I never make the live one, so knife, penance attached. Good evening and good bomb to all friends. P.S. This has been my Picto County nickname since 1992. Rolls eyes. Mac, M-E-A-G-S. Mac Meigs? 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 But everybody in Picto County is almost everyone. I somehow escaped without one, but... Yeah, this guy's named like Dumpster, Pizza Face, you know, Fathead, like just... <laughs> Bosco. <laughs> Why is he named that? Somebody wanted him to name him that one day, so he's that... That's his name now. He's like 40 years old. It's his name. <laughs> Uncle Kenny says, smash it with your gun bomb knife. Okay. Knife bomb gun. Canadian Spawn... I hope you sue whatever MSM put your home on TV because you know that won't possibly give horrible people info. They already went bankrupt. Andrew Douglas already ran that publication into the ground because he's an incompetent, inept fool and a buffoon and a simp and an imbecile. So, you know, and he cheats on his wife, you know. Um, they shouldn't have, I hope, when this is all over for you, you become a rich man, you deserve it. I'm... Some torpedoes have are in the water. We'll put it that way. Missile away, you know. There's um there's this is this is not even close to over. I I'm gonna be dealing with this for the next ten years, at least. There's I <laughs> I'm a very spiteful man, you know. I'm a very I I hold grudges like I hold on to fucking you know. A sweet summer breeze at the height of the sea, you know, just really savor that moment, you know, like this is just the best weather, you know. And what is this? This is a massive grudge I've held for decades. And the only way to let it go is to crush what's inside, you know. I just, it's, it's how it is. Sometimes it's how it's got to be, you know. You got to weed the garden, Todd. Uh, he says, Was that the specialist? Half the people waiting weren't born here. Uh, and of an age where they added shit to the system. Their bleeding is dry. Yep. It's intentional. Darth Wizzy says, you think they will collapse everything soon? I don't think it's like as simple as like a pull. You just set things up, and it happens on its own, and they just have contingency plans and things arranged. But it's also, it's like runaway greed, too. They just need more and need more and need more, and it's like... It gets to a point where it, it can't be stopped now. Like, this was all supposed to collapse in 2008. They bought themselves some time with this insane money printing, which is bought 10 years, but, you know, or a little more, but it's going to make it worse. When it does fall apart, it's going to be worse than it would have been, you know, in 09, 10, because the debt is that much higher. So they basically traded your future so they could buy time for themselves to prepare and arrange and manage what was inevitable and obvious since 2008. Once the dust settled and people realized how exposed and vulnerable and uh, how much of a fucking limited upside this remains in this run of uh, the American dollar being devalued, I think they begun work on a plan. I think that was around the time when they said, okay, 
we're on the clock now. We can print money and cover this up for a while, probably 10 years at least, maybe a little longer, maybe 15. But I just spilled off my shirt. But it's <laughs> we can't outrun this, you know. We're just buying time. This is like This is like somebody who's like bleeding out, but also like trying to fight off attackers and like a landing zone being swarmed or something. And you just give him a shot of adrenaline just to keep him alive a little longer. So he'll fight a little while longer. Like, but you know, that's, that's really all it is. It's not really, they didn't fix anything. The problems that nearly destroyed the world still exist. And they're much bigger than they were. All they did was buy themselves some time to build life rafts for themselves. And now the circus tent is going to come down soon. And they're going to get away with all the money. So, you know. Those are the people telling you to stay home, stay safe and everything, right? How much is the Premier of Ontario worth? Have you checked? You should check. You should check into the net worth of all the Premiers. Of all the top doctors. Of all the politicians. Of all the heads. You'll notice something. You'll notice that it pays very well. To do what you're told. Do with that what you will. Uh, who said I was muted? Oh no! I lost uh, I lost my rumble messages. But somebody said I was muted, and I I hope that wasn't the last one. Or I hope I didn't miss any. Odyssey. I'm gonna go through these, and then there's some horrible news stories I can read. We can we can be mad about that. Mark Miller zombie says if not a cult or oh wait, okay I gotta go right to, left to right. Ryan, how are you? Ryan G says, gun bomb rope to you, good sir. Thanks, man. Uh, Mark Miller Zombie says, I started to figure it out when my father jokingly said, if I'm not back in three days, don't pay the ransom. And I found out there was a time it wasn't a joke. Yeah. Yeah, the world's a little bit, uh, a little dicier than people believe, the people are aware of, I think. Uh, he says, they are letting people openly steal so they can implant a chip or barcode of sorts to scan you as you enter exit. They will use uh, the theft as justification. Well, yeah, they're, they are trying to. They've, you've seen a lot of the uh, cameras and so on being installed in places like Walmart. You know, it's anti-theft devices and so on. It's like, why are people stealing so much more now? Well, because they can't afford to eat, so they steal to offset their plummeting standard of living. That's why. Good times. And then uh, he says, if not a cult, can we petition to join Clan McKenzie asking for a rapid oxidizer near me? I, we could start. We could start a cult if you guys want. I mean, we can we can work on that. We can brand it a religion of some kind. The the I don't know the disciples of Philip or something. Uh, it really doesn't matter. I mean, I came up with the name and flag for this in about fucking two minutes just because. And and look how successful that was. So imagine if we put any thought into this. We could really probably we could give Scientology a, a run for its money, guys. I think. I'll just um, here's what I'll do. I'm the Messiah now, and Philip is telepath. He's he's real. Philip's real. We all believe this. He has special messages, but only I can hear them, and I'm just going to relay them. And it goes directly from God to Philip to me, and that's basically Mormonism. So as I understand it, because there's one special guy that could read some special golden plates, and you had to just take his word for it, Joseph Smith or something. So I mean, if they, if and the Mormons are quite powerful now. They've got a lot of money and firepower and member. Like there's so I mean, maybe this is the right way to go, guys. I'm not knocking the Mormons. I'm just saying I, you know, great job. You did. You've done well. You've done well with a story. With the story you have, you've done quite well with it. 
Maybe there's something to this. The Scientologist is also quite powerful. A lot of Hollywood uh, players and stuff involved in that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm open to it, guys. Maybe maybe we should open a cult. Maybe we should just cult this up. And, uh, and then we can have tax-exempt status because we're a religion now, right? They're making up genders. We can make up religions. How dare you? I identify as a disciple of Philip. How dare you? This is my deeply held religious belief. I'll die for this belief. How do you not see? We all see the truth that is Philip. Have you not heard the good news? Have you not have you not locked horns with the goat as we call it? Have you not been rammed again? <laughs> I'm just insulting all the religions tonight, guys. It's I'm just, you know, I mean We're staring down the barrel of the apocalypse, you know? We come on, lighten up. You get mad at me for Relax. Relax. We're, we're fucking going to food bank soon. There's not going to be anything there because fucking Inderjeet stole it all because he saw how to do it on YouTube. <laughs> um, uh, Ryan G says, I've got the beginnings of a new cult that I can't share all the details of yet. <laughs> but it involves wearing the tiniest of tiny hats. Oh, an even tinier hat. The tinier the hat, the more powerful you are, I think. You want to have one that's just so small, a top hat that's like this big. Like like on a Lego character. That's what we should have. A top hat from like a Lego guy, and that's those will be our hats. Oh, you think your hats are tiny? Check this out. Tiny, tiny, tiny hat. Much bigger dick. Best of both worlds. Take that. Nope, not even clipped either. That's right. Stay away. Stay away. You will not have this. You will never get... <laughs> so what's it about? They want it. They want the foreskin. I won't give it to them. They won't. I won't give it to them, and they were like... You know, they're really upset about it. Anyway, he says, uh, I mean, tinier than any other tiny... So you know it's going to be a good cult plan anyway. I think I'm in. I, I say we go with the Lego guy. The top hat off of Lego. Those are cheap and easy to find. Everybody gets one of those. Somehow, there's a little string you tie it under your chin. <laughs> That's the priest class of Diagonal. That's how you know. You go, oh, sir, I'm sorry. And you have to call, you have to call all of them. All of them are called your majesty. Makes no sense. Not supposed to make sense. Don't worry about it. Don't challenge the customs, all right? You're a guest here. This is how they do things. They're called your majesty. And they have a tiny little Lego thing on their head. This is serious! They've got tiny hats and magic books and talking statues, okay? This is fucking legit. This is as legit as anything else out there. <laughs> this is a long way to go. I'll do anything to keep my foreskin. I won't... <laughs> Sammy Earl, how are you? He says, I don't have any social media accounts and finally figured out how to send you some coin. I appreciate the effort. It can be a, a journey, can't it? Uh, he says, thanks for your videos. They keep me sane. Keep up the good work. Don't let these bastards beat you down. I, I've already been beaten down to the bottom of, I, I mean, I already know it's down there. And it's like, eh, you know. Not, nothing to be too worried about. Uh, let's see. Old stubborn goat. Love it, says Jenstein. Plutonimus says Osama bin Dagon. 
uh, would like to hear the cry of Diagaloon as he builds back better bomb business bureau. Uh, check this out. Military surplus ordnance and artillery shells, 20% off. Wow. Coleman's.com. Interesting. Are they actually selling that? I wouldn't be surprised. You can find anything on the internet these days. Jenstein says, fully support this until death. Great. That's great. Jenstein's in the cult, I think. Is that what we're doing? Tiny hats. The tiniest of tiny hats. The biggest of dicks. All the power. All the power. I know Derek's already in. He's probably already wearing one right now. Ferry's probably got five of them on each, one on his thumb and one of his fingers like this. And he's like, this is a demonstration. He's flexing his power level. Oh, wow. He's very learned. He's a very learned scholar. Look at many hats. And the more of these Lego hats you collect, the more powerful you are. People are making necklaces out of them. <laughs> what do we call it? Dagism? I don't know. Esoteric. <laughs> I'll. 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 <laughs> There's no end. We can make this as ridiculous. Hey, you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. I could fucking. You have no idea. You have no idea how far I'm willing to go. <laughs> Deanna. I think I missed a couple, actually. Colin for sex says my tithe for the metaphor, man. Thank you, sir. Um, man on the mountain. While reality sits in on the normies, I say, fuck this rolling over victim shit. We need to go after it like Goggins or James Top. Yes, victim mentality is very negative and bad and going to end in your destruction. Being proactive and looking for things you can do is is um, the right attitude. That was something they would tell us in the, you know, in the army and some of the units and stuff was like, uh, if you don't know what to do, find something find, find something to kill. Find, some, find something, the enemy, and fuck with it. Like in the... In the because they're chaotic, right? People lose connections and comms with each other. Plans don't go according to plan. Somebody's supposed to be here. They're not here, you know. And it's like, gen- as a general rule of thumb, in a situation where it's like, I have no fucking idea what to be, what to do right now in this engagement. Find, find something to destroy. You know, find somebody to kill. Go, go, just do, find, do something. You know, that's like at a bare minimum, you're doing maybe not what they want you to do or supposed to be doing, but at least you're killing somebody on the other team. So that's good. If you don't know what to do, find something to find something bad and fuck with it. Fuck it up. Um, but you know, in this, in this instance, uh, that means like find, find something you can do. What's, what's in your wheelhouse that you can actually could do. There's always something. Maybe it's just something as simple as just, just get, just getting in shape. There's a lot of people that need to do that and take it seriously. Just something like that. Or get healthy, or, or quit some kind of addiction, or drugs, or something like. Uh, you've got bigger problems. If if you can't if you can't kind of master take control of your own life and get your shit together, I wouldn't be worried about the fucking government, man. Because you're you can't even you can't even get your shit together. You can't even control your. You can't even police yourself. You're like in no shape. You can't help other people. You're no you're not any use to anyone else because you're fucked up. It's like, uh, you know. When the plane goes down and it's on fire, you're supposed to have your own mask and shit on first before, and you're just like screaming and flailing and on fire, and you're like, oh, I'm helping. Like, no, not really. You're kind of just in the way. <laughs> so, like, that's another way you can demonstrate that you're, you know, that you're a serious person, that you're taking yourself seriously, and that you want to, um, you know, live a stronger life in the face of, you know, a world that is becoming increasingly hostile. You want to become a stronger, more robust, more resilient person. Fucking get in shape if you're not in shape. Get in better shape if you are already. 
commit that mental discipline to it. Maybe there's other things you could do. Some skill you were started to learn and gave up on. Something. There's something you could be doing that makes you a more useful, stronger, more resilient, you know, more capable, valuable person than you would otherwise be. There's something all of us can do every day in that direction. So, yeah, that is what Goggins or James Top would do. Or any, you know, it's be like, well, those are, so you have weaknesses, you have problems, like those are enemy targets. Go f- pick one and fuck it up. Start with it. I don't know what to do first. Pick one, just whatever it feels, whatever it is today. What's your problem? What, you have many problems? What's the first one that comes to your head? Go kill it. And just systematically go through your life like the fucking Terminator, identifying weaknesses and things about yourself that you don't like or parts of your life that are bothering you, and just go down the list of Sarah Connors and just going eliminated, 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 meaning solved, metaphor, you know, I'm not telling you to assassinate your boss. We all know what happened to Gordon at the last CSIS meeting. It was tragic. A lot of traumatized people. Wait till they get back after their grievance leave, and they're going to find stacks and stakes of paper of gun bomb ropes, Semtex, homemade explosives. They're going to have to deal with that. But, like, you know, if you have a pile of personal problems and distractions and shit piling up, if you don't deal with that, you're not going to be of any use to anybody else. You're going to be too, you know... Your, your energy, your mental energy, your spiritual energy, anything that you could use to contribute to others, to help other people, to work together as a team, to find, you know, towards a common goal. You're not, you're not going to be able to really do that if your own personal life is a fucking train wreck and you're stressed out because of all these. You need to get that shit under control. That should be your priority first and, and stop, you know. Anyway, I'm done. I'm not trying to preach to anybody, but <laughs> because I've suffered from these, I've done this. This is why I'm saying it. It's not because I'm better than anybody. I'm just me. I, I fucking, you know, try to do too much. And it's at a lot of times and I'm like my, you know, I've got other things that I should definitely be taking care of and looking after. And it's, and it's having a negative impact on the overall everything else because I'm neglecting certain things in my life or certain, you know, areas and stuff that I should be, shouldn't be. So what the fuck am I talking about? What is this? Dr. Phil gay. <laughs> anyway, Space King says, I think the term is dilate and seethe. Is that what they're doing? That could be what they're doing. It seems. Um, Deanna says, I remember a great a great philosopher who said, no one cares. No one's ever cared. So take my money. Thank you. Nobody ever cared about that. Nobody cares. Nobody's ever cared. Dougie. Dougie F. How you doing? How you doing, big fella? You eating any more bees? On Saturday, August 19th at 10 a.m., I will enter... The McDonald's located off Queen Street, Woodward Avenue. I will order eight Big Mac meals for myself and eat them there. After eating, I will use the men's bathroom and clog the toilet. I will then claim to be a woman and clog the female toilet. Do not be at McDonald's. Wow. I've never seen a premier take out an ad specifically for a niche audience like this to warn them not to be at McDonald's. Maybe he's just like he's maybe he's going around stream to stream of anybody in that area and he's like I'm trying to warn everyone cuz I'm I've got plans Saturday August 19th. Th- this this Saturday. This Saturday he's got he's going to be at that McDonald's guys and you, and you don't want to be there. Is what I'm gathering from this. So all right. Fair play to the Ontario Premier for warning us about that his um, intended itinerary. 8 Big Mac meals. 
that include the fries and drinks for each one too, or is it just? I oh, man, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to know about this. Those poor toilets. Jen Steen says, "My high priest, how can CRJ and I serve?" You? Well, we need the hats first. We need tiny finger hats, and we do this. That's how we greet each other. <laughs> Five is the fifth degree hat Wendigo priest. We have five levels, and you wiggle your fingers to show how many fucking levels of stupid you are, and then you, and then you, it's, it's kind of like a magic trick, all right? It's like Harry Potter, fairy's going to love this, you know, it comes together, and then you, you do this, you show your power levels, and then you're like, okay, so you know who you're dealing with, and then it goes to this, the gang sign, it goes directly to that, all right? So this is, you do to do. Bang, boom. Don't fuck it up. Because if you do it wrong, you do it backwards, you might summon some kind of entity. I didn't get specific. He didn't tell me, Phil didn't tell me specifically. He was just like, don't, make sure you don't, you know, he was kind of brief and he was drunk. So, I mean, he was like, oh, make sure you don't fucking, don't do it, don't do it. There's going to be a, there's going to, like Mephisto is going to appear or something. I don't know. Just. Maybe just don't do it at all. Maybe just don't do it at all for now until we can kind of get a hang of this and then we can kind of, you know, do a couple of test runs. We'll get uh we'll get edgy to try it first. <laughs> Daglon desk of Zesus is back. No, oh, they fixed the spelling mistake, so that proves they're listening. They're willing to listen. They can hear new information and they can change. This is a positive sign, guys. It's no longer the de- deke, the Daglon deke of Cesus is the desk. So I pointed that out, and they changed it. So they are, ca- so they're not totally NPC. They are they ca- okay, okay. He says I've dreamed of Derek losing his tiny hat in my. F- I why do why who is this for is this for your amusement for my for anyone's <laughs> oh, dreamed of Derek losing his tiny hat in my fat lesbian thigh rolls please Derek do a terror so the agency sends me after you you'll get a special waterboarding in my black site gross what uh. I'm I'm Listen, I'm trying to I'm trying to build a serious cult here based around Lego figurines and you're fucking around with these 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 chats. Kyra says I will crochet the finger hats and guns bombs knives. They've got to be the real. They've got to be the Lego hats. They have to be. And they have to they won't fit on anyone's fingers. What am I talking about? Okay, maybe maybe just tiny ha- they have to fit on your fingers, but then they're not hats. They're hats on your fingers, and they're t- okay. Do we? Do the hats have to be worn on your head? Sometimes my hat is on my finger, and I spin it like this. It's still a hat, though, isn't it? No one would ever argue that that's not a hat. I motion, motion to strike. Overruled. Um, <laughs> Your Honor, I I say that the. The hats, they don't have to be worn on the head. We can wear them on the fingers. That doesn't make them not hats. They're still tiny hats. 
There's nothing in the Constitution that says we can't call these tiny hats. The prosecution rests. I don't know what I'm talking about. Finger hats. Finger hats for a real country being hunted by a real intelligence agency with nothing else to do. All right. Am I, am I through with those finally? Oh, my God. We got another... I guess I don't have to do a whole other hour. I need to get started very late. And, uh, you know, Morgan's probably asleep. Are you asleep? Throw something at me if you're... You guys remember the last stream when this thing just got thrown at me from nowhere? That was fucked. Did I tell you about that? I don't know if she's watching. This, this flew through the air and struck me on the leg from, like, over there. I wasn't paying any attention, and it just hit me, and there was no reason. The whole stream saw it. They heard it. Both my hands are... I didn't touch it. It came out of no... There's no one else here. Strange days, you know? There's Matthew Good when you need him. All right, we're going to crochet finger hats, and then uh, everything's going to make sense. It's all going to be okay. What do we want to get into first? All right, I did go over that video. Yeah, everything sucks. Poor lady. Poor, the poor lady... She's broke and she doesn't have any money. Yeah, because the government took it all. Let's see what else. Lots of death. A lot of death. Interesting this too. You want to, you want to see something funny? In case maybe you didn't know. Oh, I mean, it's kind of propaganda. But it's good that we sold everything out to the Chinese, right? And, and we give them aid. Did you know that? Do you know Canada gives them billions of dollars in aid, China? 70% of their millennials... Own their own homes, though. Did you know that? 70%. 91% plan to buy a house in the next five years, according to surveys. 70%. Huh. Just so you know, they're living better than you. Taliban. Oh, good. Well, we'll get to, we'll get back to this uh, fun government training. But inbound migration, can you believe this, into Calgary is making the city unaffordable? Are you telling me the cities are becoming more expensive because they're being jammed with more and more and more people and nowhere to put them, thus driving up the demand for resources, infrastructure, literally everything, because that's what cities are, places for people to be and exist. So obviously they're going to use the resources of said city to be there and exist! Making it more expensive for everyone. Because there's not more city, is there? There's just more people. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna build powerful places. Shut up! Shut up, you fucking dweeb. Go put on some more costumes. The guy went to a fucking listen to this. He had a makeover party. Or he's in or he's having one. And he's wearing makeup. Doesn't he look pretty? Isn't that nice? See how he's wearing foundation on his face for his photos? Because he has to make sure he looks perfect. Because it's not about image for these guys. They're not like they're not like the libs. They're super genuine, bro. It's totally not just pandering. Yeah, because when I think of women's makeover, I think of I think of Millhouse. Ah, uh, hey, Lisa. You want to come over and try dresses on at my place? Ew, no. Oh, okay. My dad's a pretty big wheel down at the cracker factory. Your dad's gay. Oh, yeah, I know. 
Oh, the conservatives have launched a $3 million campaign that portrays a kindler, gentler man. Bye-bye. Pit uh, was he a pit bull? Oh, my lord. A $3 million campaign. Gone are the suit and tie, the argumentative parliamentarian, and the angry peeps we've come to know since he took the helm. Oh. Comes after less than a week after the prime minister has been separated from his wife. They want to soften his image for Canadian women who have not taken his scrappy delivery. Oh, see, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah, he's too scrappy. Too many people are intimidated by him. That's the issue. He needs to be softened up. Millhouse is too intimidating. We we need to we need to stop his scrappy delivery and his confrontational style. If he could appeal to more women voters, he'll strengthen his lead and they can put him in majority territory. Oh my god, there's nothing. There's no one they won't patronize. Is there anything more I don't want to... Trying to appeal to women. We gotta, we gotta, come on you guys, come on girls! We're the kindler, gentler, softer, more women-friendly conservatives. Because we're, we're going to beat the lib. We're going to get the libs out by being the libs. That's the plan. What they're going to do is pander to the libs to get the libs out. So be the libs. And then trust me, bro, when they get in there, bro, they're just going to totally do a 180, bro. And all of a sudden, deport millions of people. <laughs> And, and and cancel all of these student visas and all these student work programs and shut the borders down and you know yeah right 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 they would act they would act like fucking Zoltar you know commandeered the country aliens are rounding up human slaves it would be the end of the world they're never it's political suicide all right all they all he cares about is getting elected and if he has to dress like a homosexual to get elected he's willing to do that he's this guy would absolutely suck on another man's cock to get elected he's already making the face while wearing makeup guys and he has a velvet you know look at this look what he's wearing this sport coat is this velvet it looks slippery and shiny you know what i mean <sighs> we're gonna get the limbs out oh yes it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So anyway, millions more. We're going to have more faster legally. The average rent for a two-bedroom apartment rose by 14.5% in July compared to July of last year. A higher spike in scene in Toronto, Vancouver, Montreal. Citywide rents have gone up by a quarter, 25%. Holy shit. Whew. In order to afford a two-bedroom apartment, one would have to earn an average of $29.5 per hour, which is almost double the minimum wage in Alberta. Hmm. Hmm. Those who earn less than $87,000 a year can only access about 40% of the city's housing market. So not even you can't even afford half of what's in the city at $87,000, which is a fair amount of money much higher than the average person is making so you need to make basically double the national average to afford maybe 40 percent of calgary and it's not going to be the 40 percent you want 
Isn't that good? If you work your ass off, we might let you live in a murdered ghetto. Maybe you can get stabbed and raped in the park on your way to work. Get back in the park and eat the bugs. Right. Okay, I wasn't far off. Stats can said in 2020, the median average income for an individual was $44,000. Yeah, so just make double the average income and you can maybe afford 40% of the worst parts of Calgary. And you'll be going hand to mouth. Like, it'll be... They didn't mean comfortably afford. It said have access to. You have access to. So of that 40%, you're more like 10% is even affordable. And it's going to be... Yeah, just maybe just skip the city, you know? 75% of residents earning under $80,000 a year. Oh, there's a task force. Good. Well, you're going to get millions more people in there. I'm sure it's going to get I'm sure it's going to get better. And the 20% of people facing uh foreclosure on their mortgages, they'll just have to go to the food bank and get in line behind all of the other people that no longer can get in the food bank line. Because the food bank line is fed to refugees. Here's the average rent in Canada. Uh, just so you know, I bought my last house in 2017. Yes, 2017. It was, at the time, $265,000. My mortgage... What I pay every month, including property taxes, is about a thousand bucks. The average rent in this country is double that for like an apartment. That's what? 2078 nationally. That's the average rent. Hey, you want to live in the closet? Give me $2,000. Cool. Uh, an increase of 9% from the same month last year and the highest rate of growth reported in three months. Whew. Compared to July of 2020, the average asking rent was up by 20%. Okay, so unless your pay went up 20%, you're down 20% of your income. Like, do you see all these ways you're being bled dry? How much more expensive is food? How much more expensive is rent? How much more expensive is gas? Combine all that. If you if you were even getting ahead by a little bit, now you're behind. And you're going to keep getting bled behind. And it's on purpose. And they don't give a shit. And they have no solutions. And they have no way to fix it. And instead of discussing this and facing this like grown-ups, like a country, like people that actually know what the fuck they're doing, they're just going to ignore it as long as possible and then come up with excuses for the impending disaster that they've created. They're going to distract you with nonsense. Oh, the prime minister got divorced. I don't give a shit. Everyone's homeless. Yeah, but did you see what PP said? I don't care. He's a multi-millionaire landlord. He owns buildings in the city, and people pay him an average of $2,000 a month per unit on top of his other income, on top of his party leader income, on top of, 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 on top of the Privy Council income he gets, on top of the former cabinet minister pension he probably gets, on top of, on top of, on top of, on top of. I don't fucking care what PP said. 
Tell him to fucking suck his hair to the other side of his multi-millionaire landlord empire. Because we don't have time to talk about this. We don't have time to talk about the NCI. We don't have time to talk about the vaccine injuries. We don't have time to talk about the collapsing healthcare industry that we destroyed by laying off a critical amount, a crucial amount of staff that was required. We don't have time to talk about any of that. Did you see the Barbie movie? And did you see this cool video? Did you hear what PP said? It was a sick burn, bro. It was a sick burn, bro. There's going to be powerful paychecks, bro. Somehow, some way, all of this debt will just go away once the libs is out. And we won't have to raise taxes. We won't have to cut programs. We won't have to have austerity measures. It'll somehow all just magically go away for some reason because the libs is out, right? Like, they're not telling you the truth. They're not being honest with you about the situation, and you trust them. These same people that produce situations like this woman I, I showed you earlier in tears, feeling like she's being crushed alive underneath a, a ghostly boot she can't even see. She's being harmed and cut and stabbed and sliced and burned, seeming like from every direction, like the world has turned against her. Like, yes, you're, you're a slave. And they're fine with it. We just got to get the libs out. The rich people are playing bullshit Olympics. And they need you to play along so that they can be more rich at bullshit Olympics. And maybe if you're lucky, one of them will give you a unit in one of their several apartment buildings. And you can pay $2,000 a month for the pleasure of being their surf. This is the same as like the Middle Ages when you had lords that just lorded over people. They had all, yeah, you literally live on their lands and pay them a tithe, like a tax. That's you. That's who they are. They're an unelected aristocracy. They've used their positions to get rich, clearly. They're all rich now. Do you think that's bad? Go look at the United States. They're using their positions to like get inside information for business deals, stock options. They're giving, you know, cutting in, getting cut in on deals. But look, look what the Premier of Ontario just did: building contracts to his friends. You think he wasn't going to get a piece of this? The amount of money they were going to save, and the you know what they were, the profits they were going to make. Of course, of course, he was. Of course, old Butterboy's going to get his piece. You got to get my taste. Oh, you know, buddy, these yahoos out here. I got to get another pool. I'm going to get another house. Another million dollars for Dougie. Oh, buddy, trust the science. You have no self-respect if you listen to these people. I just, I just, you must not to see all this and be like, I don't see a problem. Really? How about this? How about a cop? Some of the few actual decent cops that we've had. Of course, they're fired. You know, we got rid of them. Who, um... Tried to investigate children's deaths. She had reason to believe children were being harmed and killed. And uh, so she investigated. So the police office uh, put put her on leave. And then charged her. And now she has to defend herself in court. Normally the police unions would provide lawyers for their, for their members, right? But not Helen. No, she doesn't get one because she's special. Uh, it, it apparently has come out in court that the they had wiretapped her phones, her family, 
when they found out she was investigating this? Right? Dead kids. Babies. And they put her on the bench for doing it. And have you ever noticed, maybe it's, you know, just for the schizos out there, I do this for you. I do it for you, the people. Have you ever noticed? Look at this badge. What do you see? Ah, the city of Ottawa. Have you noticed that this looks like three sixes? The, the city symbol there? Isn't that cute? I don't know. I just think it's kind of... A lot of that. Coincidental. I don't know. The schizos will, will enjoy it. Evidence has emerged about the dangerous side effects, particularly for expectant and nursing mothers and their babies. But the, the Ottawa Police Service are going ahead with prosecuting their own detective for investigating that link between a vaccine and nine sudden infant deaths in the region. And uh, that's been going on since Monday. Don't know uh, how it's been going. Uh, Donald Best, if you want to follow him on Twitter, he's a retired police officer that's been following it very closely. He is uh, all over that, and he'll tell you about it. I think I may actually have a part of a link here to exactly what's kind of going on in there, and it's really, really messed up. Here he is, at Donald Best CA. <clears throat> I, and I'm just... This is public information. This is where you live. This is the country you live in. And we just got to trust the experts and get the libs out. And, you know, you don't you don't need to be hands-on. You don't need to get involved. You don't need to do your own reason. Don't think. Many spectators saying they were shocked by an audio recording played by the prosecution. She's charged with discreditable conduct for unauthorized reinvestigation. Okay. So they told her to close it, and she didn't. They played an almost three-hour recording of the May 12, 2022 professional standards interview of the detective. Um, caused one RCM, one retired RCMP officer to declare, this is becoming a trial about Ottawa police officers being in neglect of duty for failing to properly investigate sudden infant deaths and, and for obstructing Detective Helen Grew's investigations. That's largely what it looks like is happening. During the three-hour recording, the detective related how she had informed her superiors, including the then chief of police, of the growing medical and scientific reports concerning the injuries, including to babies in the womb and newborns. She can be heard in the recording explaining revelations contained in the Pfizer documents, including that only one newborn, one, only one newborn baby survived of the 33 in the trial, to which there were audible gasps in the gallery. The detective sent an open letter to the chief in September of 21, after which her supervisor in the sexual assault and child abuse unit, her job is to look into children being harmed, sent an email instructing her not to talk about COVID or the vaccines in the unit. At this revelation, audible gasps can be heard throughout the gallery because it meant that the sergeants running the unit responsible for the investigation of SIDS arbitrarily eliminated the COVID vaccine as a potential factor in all infant deaths. Yeah, they, they just it just it can't be that. So it just isn't that. So you're just wrong. So fuck you. Anyway, transparency of the trial is being uh, uh, doubted. Now it's being, it's, I guess it's being pulled off of, offline. 
During Monday's session, the Ottawa police have withheld various motions and the judge's decisions from the public and the news media after refusing for six months to provide any documents at all and then only releasing some but not all of the files.court documents. Sounds familiar. There's a lot of this going on. The audience is uh, simply, they can't hear the lawyers and the judge talking. The so-called open court principle is a sham when the public and press cannot even hear when attending the proceedings live. Due to we, what's this? Oh, there's another follow-up later. Former NYPD detective Frank Serpico. Fucking Serpico. Is that the guy from Donnie Brasco? Frank Serpico is following the case and previously declared that Ottawa police are engaged in a cover-up of the police failure to investigate the potential connections between uh, vaccinated mothers and nine sudden infant deaths. Detective Serpico stated the cover-up incompetence or criminality will go to any length not to be exposed, even at the cost of innocent human lives. He would know, wouldn't he? Oh, well, you know, that's so that's what's going on in Ottawa right now. Good stuff. Here, Oh, we've got more from Peeps. Finally, someone asked another, would the government adopt the same housing strategy that was used in the 1970s, which involved cutting immigration? Wow, this is going to be good. This is a straightforward answer. Let's see. Yes. In the 1970s, the Canadian government was able to solve the housing crisis by lowering immigration and building more homes. So far, you've refused to commit to cutting immigration targets. But would a Polyev government adopt the same strategy that worked so well in the 70s to build more homes? To build more homes? Absolutely. In fact, in 1972... We're already on a different topic. We built more houses than we built last year. Think about that. 50 years ago... We built more homes than we did last year. The question was, will you cut immigration like they did in the 70s to ease the burden on the housing crisis? And he's going to talk about how many homes somebody built one year. So let's do the math. In 1972, Canada's population was 2.2 million people. Sorry, excuse me, 22 million people. 22 million Canadians. We built 250,000 homes. Last year, our population was 39 million people. How'd that happen, by the way? And we built 219,000 homes. So with nearly double the population, we're building fewer houses. And CMHC expects... Double the people, not double the population. ...that we will build this year, we're going to build 32% fewer homes. So, but, but the immigration, though, you're going to cut that, right? You're going to get to that any minute, I'm sure. Why is this? Because Trudeau keeps shoveling billions of dollars into local government gatekeepers, municipal level. Okay, so he's deflected to a different topic, wallpapered over the original question, and then brought your focus back to got to get the libs out. He's going to talk about the libs and how much the libs are bad and libs are bad. Like there's training on how to do this. Um, They have like, you know, spin masters that teach people how to, you know, talk to the media and how to handle certain questions and certain topics. And, and there's a procedure, right? It's like usually a one, two, three. And uh, immediately he didn't like this question and he was pre- prepared for it. He has a story about the seventies and how's but So this is going to distract you kind of rat dazzle and like make you make it seem like he's answering your question when he isn't. And then use that as an opportunity to move on to a completely, you know, gotta get the limbs out. What he wants you to take away from this exchange is that other guy, bad me, good. That's all he's trying to do. Me, good, them, bad me, good, them, bad two legs, good, four legs, bad or four legs, good, two legs, bad, whatever it was. Right. 
This isn't an honest man giving an honest answer. And if you think that's the case, that is what's happening here, you're just a damn fool. Who block construction. We have the second slowest building permits of any country in the OECD. The cost of uh, development charges has gone up 900% in some municipalities. These are pennies, according to people in the industry. Like, this is a this is a drop in the bucket. Licenses. Cost of, like, registrations and licenses and permits. Like, dude, that no. that Like, that. yeah, that's the problem. Government costs add $1.2 million to the cost of every, uni- every unit of housing that is newly built in Vancouver. It's 350 grand here. Imagine how many we wouldn't need to build if you didn't bring in millions and 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 millions more fucking people. In this city of Toronto, we cannot afford to give more money to the same municipal gatekeepers who block housing construction. And that's why my common sense plan is to require cities permit 15% more home building per year. That's common sense. We don't have enough houses... We have too many people, and we're bringing in more people than anyone else in the world per capita at the same time. What is the first obvious step into solving this specific problem of we don't have enough houses for people? What's the first thing you do? You stop making it worse. You stop adding to the problem. Okay, so we're closed now. Sorry, we're out of tickets. Theater's full. Pretty obvious fucking concept. Try to cobble together a solution for what you have already. Get the situation under control. Reassess the situation once you do. And then decide how you're going to move forward. You don't just keep dumping gas on the fire and saying, Wow, well, I have cheaper building permit. And, and you want to call this common sense? Are you insulting us all? Do you think we're all fucking stupid, Millhouse? I mean, I know you. I know there are stupid Canadians, but we're not all that stupid. And the fact that you think that you can say these things and it's going to be good enough, that's all. That's a good enough answer. This is a good enough plan. So you don't actually give a shit about the country either, do you? Because if you did, you wouldn't be following something that's a common sense. There's nothing common sense about this at all, and you know that. No one is this stupid. You're You're just a willing participant. Please tell me some more. We got to get the libs out any minute now. I'm sure he's going to answer this. We're, we're going to cut immigration, right? Or I will, I will pull back their federal grants. Oh. Those that beat the 15% target will get a building bonus. I'll require every federally funded transit station have. Oh, good. So the places that succeed in housing the most migrants will get a bonus so that they'll house even more migrants the following season. So, it, so they'll be financially... Do you hear what he just fucking said? He's going to financially incentivize building houses for migrants as fast as possible, and the people that build them the fastest will get grants and bonuses to build them even faster. So if your town or your city is the most successful in bringing in, you know, building more housing for migrants, you can expect much more of that to happen then. They're going to make them compete for... This is fucking twisted. They're going to make them compete. That's his common sense plan. This is fucking insane. How are you with these people? How is anybody 
sober listening to this and not think about it for even a couple minutes. You just turn your brain off, hope that you hear nice sounding things, clap like a seal and move on. Once again, I'm a, I don't know, are you using the brain thing you got or are you just using your emotions? Are you living like a fucking animal? Because when I use my brain and I think about the things he's saying, none of it jives with reality at all. It's gobbledygook nonsense and it's just target market focused, focus grouped, targeted marketing to certain people, to win votes, he's wearing makeup, he's wearing... It's all just a fucking theatrical show. None of them know what they're talking about. Least of all this guy. And at least for a while, you could claim, and people thought, well, at least he's good with money, we won't go... Is he really? Because he told everybody to buy Bitcoin at the fucking top, dude! This is like somebody who shows you how to shoot a gun backwards. Do you understand? That is the that is day one financial advice. Hey, should I buy this? What do, what do we have here? Oh, look, a strange new asset I've never seen before that people are trading on the markets and seem to be very excited about. What should I do? Should I buy it? Well, let's see. Let's check into this. I'm going to do literally the bare fucking minimum. I'm going to open the five-year chart. Oh, look, it's never been more expensive in its entire fucking history of it existing ever. Hmm, this is the most expensive time to buy this asset. And it's got, oh, geez, at least 10 years of a, of a pattern and trend. And it's still, this is the most expensive it's ever been. So I, you know, having... A, minimal finance training and experience you can expect that it will of course as being in a parabolic rise it's going to drop down it's going to correct itself the overall trend will go up but is this the right time to buy it it's never going to come way the fuck down here but it's not going to stay up there either it's going to come down that's the responsible thing to do that's the common sense thing to do and that's what all of us who aren't retarded did he told you to buy all the bitcoin when it was way up here so you know Common sense millhouse is more wisdoms of common sense. I just feel so much more sensible and common from the common man giving common sense. The common man is giving common sense. Remember when he had mud on his boots just like the regular people? Holy fuck, bro. How are you fucking falling for this? This is transparent. This is like an open window. You might as well be rubbing your ass on my fucking chair. I'm outside in my own front lawn watching you do it. I'm like, I, can you not? I'm not doing what you say I'm doing. I'm watching you. I'm looking right at your bare naked ass right on my couch. And you're telling me it's not happening. Oh, so you're going to gaslight me too. Just like the... We got to get the libs out. They're so much different. We've only got another 30 seconds of this asshole. I'll try and listen to it without saying a thing. But I can't promise much. It's very hard to do. Have high density apartments around and even on top. I'll sell off 6,000 federal buildings and thousands of acres of federal lands to build, build, build. We will remove the gatekeepers and we will build homes that our working class people can once again afford, just like they could afford eight years ago.
exactly right. Oh, it was months ago that he did this, and I laughed and laughed. I roasted him for a good 10 minutes over that. My boats are muddy, just like the common people. He said those words. He said, I'm out here with the common people doing common things. I'm like, did you, did, did you, listen, everybody stop. Everyone stop. Stop the airport. Land all the planes. Anything that's still in the air, shoot them down. I don't want any distractions. While he answers his question. I want all the birds in the air to stop chirping and flying, to land, to squirrels, to stop dead where they are, for the wind itself to stop blowing, and the trees to come to a total standstill. I'm sorry, sir. Did you just unironically, in a completely serious sense, say the phrase, common people, while referring to me? I... Do, do I need to go further? Multi-millionaire landlord guy who's had a career government job is out with the common people, you guys. Oh, you should be so blessed. Did you say thank you? Did you say thank you to him for visiting you, the common people? He came all the way down from his manor, you guys. His manor. He got dressed, his nanny dressed him up, and he got in his fucking Rolls Royce. He came down with his pip from his manor to the common people like the king that he thinks he is. What a fucking loser this guy is. Oh, bro, bro, you're a fool, man. Come on. Have some self-respect. Have some self-respect. That is Canada's biggest problem, is that the men of this country don't have any fucking self-respect anymore. Harrison Faulkner, speaking of uh, who asked that question, I saw him share a video the other day. Uh, it was Don Cherry talking about that. About, I wonder if I can find it. I wish I could, because you know what? We all need a little more Don Cherry, don't we? I bet it's not far on his timeline. I bet I could find it. I bet he doesn't tweet that much. He's not a completely insane person. Right, exactly. Only f a couple of posts, like a normal person that's using Twitter. So I know he's not insane. He doesn't have thousands of posts a day. So check this out. And of course, there were communists being like, hey, you fucking say the blah, blah, blah. Just listen to this first. And listen to the, the fucking, you know, the heart and the words he's saying. They get thrown together to the job. But listen, you kid, don't get caught in the Canadian syndrome where if it's Canadian, it's got to be bad. We're the best. I've been telling you the best. How about the guy that used to be on it about four or five years ago? And you know those other the amazing upper body strength of the Russians. So amazing. They're nothing. Just a minute. Oh, They're sorry. nothing. Turn N-O-T-H-I-N. And fucking Ron's trying to shut him down. He's getting worried. He's like, we, we got to go. Live, live from Calgary. He's like getting worried because Don is like being a supremacist. He's daring to, to display an attitude of pride and nationalism that no no our people are the best we're number one and fuck you you don't think so you come over here and try and take that out of my head you try you prove me wrong you son of a bitch where did that go where did that confidence go why do you think men liked don cherry because of because he was tall like what do you think what do you think it was about him exactly you can see the heart of the man. You can see what kind of guy he was. He always let. He didn't. He always told you what he thought. He didn't give a shit. And it was clear to everyone that he was a real, true patriot. Like he really cared about this country. He tri like I want. 
The guy like was in tears, man, over like people that were ki- killed that I knew. I remember. I w- I'll never forget it. He he was reading a segment. Um, it was after ha- uh, Easter in 2007, and we lost a whole pile of guys in one day. The whole section got wiped out. And he was reading through the names of it, and he got to the last guy um, who I spent a lot of time with, Dave uh, Greenslade, and he could barely. He like he could barely get through it, and he finished by naming off his the name of his dog. He had like this golden retriever, I think, and it was just like, dude, Don cares so much. And he went over there as like a seventy-year-old man numerous times. He doesn't have to do that. He wanted to do that. People want to follow people they th- they feel like they can trust. That's why Don was popular because he was honest, and he gave a shit. What more do you need? Like, I'm sorry. Do you do you want like a perfect human being to fucking descend from the clouds to solve? A- they don't exist. This is pretty much the best you're gonna do. Somebody who's honest and actually gives a shit. That's. But anyway, it's too bad. It's too bad he's old. You know, I would love 50-year-old Don Cherry right now. That would be... But, you know, even back then, they were dealing with this kind of crap. And he's trying to tell young kids, hockey players, you know, men that are going to be men, don't take that attitude. Have some pride in yourselves. Stop being a pushover. Don't let anybody tell you that they're better than you and they're stronger than you and you're you're just a fucking old stock Canadian. No, 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 no. You fucking get that right out of your head. That's brainwashing, right? And that's what Don's doing. Good for him. And good. And this is the attitude that's been sucked out of the country, and this is why we're losing. We don't have enough people like this. We don't have enough guys that are willing to say what they think, not apologize for it, and not put their head down and look at the floor because somebody called them names. You'd never be able to fucking do that to this guy. The best. I've been telling you the best. How about the guy that used to be on it about four or five years ago? And you know those other... The amazing upper body strength of the Russians. So amazing. There go. They're nothing. Just a minute. No, They're sorry. nothing. Turn in Calgary. T-H-I-N. Had a nothing. finished touch, but only one in a touching finish, and that was overseas, according to Don Cherry and the coaches. Canada. Wilson, Hockey Night in Canada on CBC. They get thrown... Get- Ron was weak then, and he was weak in the end when he threw Don under the bus, wasn't he? He got his silver, didn't he? Did you get your silver there? Fucking Ron McLean. How dare you? How dare you betray the Don? Uh, Jen Steen says, push this church thing. Unfortunately, Christianity is failing us. It's not a church. It's a cult. Um, I don't know if we'll have sacred sites. Probably. We'll just pick some land that we want really bad. And we'll say that oh, we have to have it for religious reasons. It's our it's our sacred. It's where Philip materialized in this realm. So we you have to give us all this land along the Rideau Canal. It just it you have to. It's the unceded territory of the Philippites. All right, it's unceded. It's our religion. You have to. We're a minority, and we'll hold signs and we'll pretend to go on hunger strikes, but we'll just get fatter and fatter. You know. We'll 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 do tweets. There'll be Twitter. There'll be Twitter threads. There'll even be a thread emoji, just so everybody knows. Once they open this tweet, they're like, "Book your afternoon off. You've got a new afternoon now. You've got a Twitter afternoon because there's a tweet thread and there's a thread emoji, and this shit is fucking serious stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm. There's anonymous Twitter accounts, and they're saying things. Okay. 
It's not daycare for adults who have nothing else to do and they spend all day on there. It's 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 super serious. It's totally very highly regarded by lots of serious people. It's totally taken that way. Uh, Dark Lord says, actually, bro, seriously, English surfs worked less. They did. You're, yes. You're, to be fair, Dark Lord is right. You're actually in a worse position than the surfs of old. Uh, he says, they worked less hours per year than we do today. That's true. Hence, all the gigantic 50-year-old cathedral projects, castles and masonry, art, poetry. Oh, and the Crusades. Yeah, people had more time in their hands to do more things communally, you know? They didn't just work all day forever to to pay shekels because the shekel machine must never stop. Like, that didn't used to be a thing. Uh, this is relatively new in the human experience, and uh, it's really not working out very well. Deanna says, I'm sorry I wasn't listening. Can you repeat that? I won't. I can't. It was muted, and uh, it was muted for a damn good reason. It was all just Fed posting. I have an AI that detects when I've gone over the line, and it just knows when to mute me. So, uh... Garage door opener bombs, homemade bombs, bombs in my garage. Homemade door opener bombs are made in my garage with 3D printed weapons parts that I got from Hamas online, delivered under a tube through the ocean. A submarine, a one-man submarine. They bought it from the Colombians. They bought a sub- one-man submarine from a Colombian cartel, and somehow they delivered it. Across- it's a long way. One-man submarine. It passed It passed the, uh, what was the one the billionaires went on that sunk? <laughs> I read... That uh, after when they got a lot of the wreckage back, and they were like, "Death was not instantaneous." <laughs> they would have known they were going to die for a couple minutes at least, and uh, it just slowly gave out. Like it, it, it was like, "Oh man!" Imagine if it was like the most terrifying way to go possible. Yeah, that's basically what happened, according to the according to the people that got all the pieces. It just uh, oh, it just instant. Actually, no, it uh, didn't. It went as Badly as you can imagine, apparently. Great. Good thing. Good thing they are. Well, you don't want... You, they didn't want old white guys building the submarine, so, you know, good. Hey, they wanted a submarine made by they-thems and people with purple hair and half their head shaved and, uh, you know, a questionable degree in, you know, aeronautic design from Pakistan. That's what they. That's who they wanted to build it, so that's who built it. All right, ever. Uh, Jenstein says, passion and truth. I have buried, I have many buried bodies that failed my pure blood farm. Yeah, you gotta have, you gotta have good blood. If you're gonna be on Jenstein's blood farm, it's gotta be good blood. If it's the bad blood, he's, you know, he does things. And he's got urges, and he's got needs. Look at his picture, man. You went to that guy's, he had an ad for a blood farm. He needs volunteers for a blood farm. You saw that, you saw what he looked like when you showed up. And you're like, yeah, let's, let's pursue this. And you didn't think there was any risks involved. Well, I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. You know, it's Darwinism. You know, nature takes care of itself every once in a while. Canadian Spawn says, take my nefarious coin for now, and I'll actually give a full plastic bill on Friday. What's on Friday? Me? Uh, maybe I'm streaming Friday. Thank you for your service, uh, sir. Gun bomb knife. I laugh so hard at you yelling at the demon that threw that staff. I, you know, his, you know it's around. I'm not kidding, dude. That f- fucking just... I said it here, usually, but that day, it was over there. I moved it because I was fucking around under the desk, and I said it over there. And I remember earlier in the show, if you go back and watch, you'll see me reach down for it, I think, and it wasn't, I was like, oh, right, it's fucking over there. And I was like, whatever, I'll forget about it. And then later, it just decides it's going to fucking levitate and go airborne. I've actually never gone back to see if you can see it in the screen. But it was on the floor over there, and somehow, nobody will believe me. They're going to use this against me in court. 
Yarana, he thinks he lives with a poltergeist. I do, though. <laughs> what? I won't. I'm not law. I swore on the Bible and everything. The Bible has shit like it's in there. It says there's fucking principalities and evils and things. Shit out there. You know what? I've, there's some wild shit in the Bible. I feel like, hey, a fucking staff being thrown at somebody in an empty room, that's probably the, that'd be one of the 100 top least crazy things in the Bible. You wouldn't even bat an eye at that. And you want me to swear on this thing as proof that I'm going to tell the truth, but you don't believe me that a ghost threw a stick at me. But you wanted me to swear on the man that got eaten by the whale and all that stuff. I just, I you're not being consistent here, guys. I just, what do you want from me? You're making everything hard. <laughs> I do need a ghost cam. Someone says on Odyssey, you need a ghost cam. I do. That would probably imagine there's like somebody sneaking in here and fucking with me. I probably should put a camera up just in case. That'd be high level. Is it Mossad? Is that what you're doing? Like moving pictures around and just like trying to really do high level mental, you know, sabotage. I don't know. No, I think it was probably just... It was probably just a ghost. It's it's easy. It's easy. Oh, oh, the simplest explanation is usually the right one. All right. Whatever, we're gonna have to, I got to leave soon because it's getting late. I didn't mean to go this long, but uh, let me just take a quick look at... <laughs> I, I have so many leftover story, and it's like not because any of them are boring. They're all... It's so much, man. This is like walking into it's like here have a have a credit card with unlimited money. Like what do you want to buy for like like some of the shit floating around that is hitting the news and just people don't even This is a real headline. This is the Globe and Mail. Wenxi Lyung writes that more people than expected are dying in 2023 for reasons that are not yet clear. For reasons that are not yet clear. Quincy. I'm gonna fucking flip out. I'm going to lose my shit for reasons that are not clear. More people are dying than they're supposed to. Oh. Wincy. This is like you ever do a team sport or some kind of competition and your team is doing really, really well. And you should win, but then you just got one player on the team or somebody who's just really terrible and slow and it's taken forever, like a relay race or something. And then the other team is getting away with it and they're going to win because of this one person that just can't seem to figure out how to do something really good. Like, that's kind of how I feel right now, Wensy. Wensy. It's not clear. I would wager there are some suggestions, there's some hints of, of perhaps... Maybe what could be going on. But in the meantime, Wednesday, we're going to move on 
because the real COVID is coming now. Did you guys know about this? Scientists are saying that was just, that was the, this is the real COVID coming now. And we need a return of face masks because virus trackers say the variant has already been spotted in Denmark and in Israel. What is it? Fucking Carmen San Diego. It's just flying around the world on obscure trips to fucking Tel Aviv, Copenhagen. What is it? A fucking James Bond movie. We'll have to find him in the next time he's sp- he spotted in Morocco, Bond. I'm on my way. <laughs> Omicron has resurfaced in Morocco. I need your fastest car. This is retarded. This is retarded. Oh, it's spotted in Denmark and Israel, but not Germany or Sweden or Norway. Or a neighboring country. Or, or I don't know. Syria or it no just those two places really another super oh no is it the delta cron this time is it the kraken is it the fucking xenomorph variant tell me how afraid i'm i'm gonna need a meter guys i'm gonna need like the the 9-11 terror meter you have to tell me how afraid i'm supposed to be is this red is it black are we going right to black is it yellow like what are we talking about you're saying it's the real deal and scientists experts are concerned so what does that mean now you've been literally saying this for three years and nothing happened yet so i mean i'm, I'm getting uh and the masks don't do anything i've just i'm gonna get banned on youtube <laughs> They always give me strikes on YouTube anytime I talk about because they're still doing it. YouTube is still hanging on to the medical misinformation thing. Or if you talk about, they're you're done. You're done. Medical misinformation. Oh my god, man. There's so many signs. This couldn't be more obvious. Like how how everybody knows by now, don't they? Hey, everything was fine, and then we all had to do this thing, and now everybody's sick and dying. Gee, I wonder what happened. You think it was the thing? I think it was the thing. I think it was the thing that you did when everything was fine, and then you did that thing, and then everything wasn't fine. I bet that thing you did had something to do with it not being fine. Hmm. Man, call me crazy. Maybe. Maybe I'm out of my fucking mind. But I feel like when you go through the... Again, the charts. I like the stock charts. I'm going to do this now. I'm going to press buttons with the stick. Did that work? Hmm. When there's a massive drop or a massive spike, a huge, massive parabolic movement in a stock price or a chart, something specific has happened. Uh, organically it didn't just go on and and a 10,000 percent increase that day and oh apple has okay so apple has gone down a bajillion percent okay in all in one day like okay so i'm going to assume uh who's the guy in charge yeah did he get caught with a 12 year old like something catastrophic clearly has happened for everyone to bail out on this company that's clearly done for um you know something like this so when your death chart goes from normal to skyrockets and your life expectancy goes from generally trending upward for like 70 years in a row to just sharply dropping down, one tends to believe that there seems to have been a flashpoint or some kind of specific set of circumstances, something acute, 
something devastating, something quick, and something very powerful happened to shake all of that paradigm to drastically into a different direction. Something happened once again. Knowing that, and then before, we didn't have problems, and then a thing happened, and now there's all kinds of problems. I just can't figure it out! We'll just move on. Because there's no... We're going to have to trust the science, guys. We'll just wait and see what the scientists say. It's too It's too complicated. It's just, listen, you wouldn't understand it. You wouldn't even get it. They're already openly like... Yeah, so like, maybe we might kind of be in a recession if we didn't already get in one. Like, I don't know, like, maybe... Like, it kind of kind of went up again so you know it's kind of an illusion and thinks country might actually be maybe about to enter a recession yeah no shit oh is, is the economic situation outlook very bad yeah it is and on top of all of this uh also if you don't hate if you're a white person you don't hate yourself you're you're not allowed to uh you're not you're not allowed to have a job anymore in the government of canada okay this is this is being proliferated across the whole uh, the whole spectrum. They're doing it in the military as well. Employees who want those who resist anti-racism training, which means death to white people, uh, taken out. A recent survey of immigration, refugees, and citizens of Canada. Uh, employees found a desire among some public sector workers to see their fellow colleagues who resisted or even subtly protested mandatory anti-racism training, which again means anti-white people, that's what it is, fired or not hired to the department in the first place. Last year, they hired someone, uh, Polara Strategic Insights, to conduct uh, the survey. For $100,000, the resulting report was delivered to the federal government at the end of March and recently published to the Government of Canada website. The study consists, and like, is this even true? Is this more bullshit? Are they trying to pressure people? Don't, you can't, you can't take anything at face value. Nothing. That's unfortunately true now too, because they've proven this time and time again. Nothing that the government says, surveys, experts say, wizards agree. It literally never matters because they've lied about so many important things. They're lying about what did the police officer tell you? What did Frank fucking Serpico tell you? They're willing to lie about dead kids if that's what they got to do to get it done. So they'll lie about dead kids, but they won't lie about shit like this. Of course they will. They can't. They, there's nothing they will not lie about. You cannot believe anything. That they say anymore. Unfortunately, that's just the world that we're in. When the government says whatever it, whatever they say, I immediately go, "Who knows?" There's no way to know if that's true or not, and it probably isn't because they've also demonstrated that their primary concern and focus is themselves and their careers and pleasing their betters and pleasing their employees and carrying out these global agendas that are happening across the globe in Australia, New Zealand, the United States, Canada, Ireland, Spain, Italy, Norway, Sweden, well, coming to Poland soon, Germany, Greece, the, the Netherlands, Holland, Belgium, everywhere you go in the English-speaking world and much of the ones that don't speak English. English, but the Western world, all of this is happening. That's who they work for. They don't work for you. Why would you believe? And, and they've demonstrated that, that that's how, how this is. They don't give a shit about you. 
oh, we're doing these surveys. Everything they're doing is some kind of weapon. So we're going to pressure people. Oh, you're not going to have a job if you don't do the racism training, if you don't fucking admit that you're... And this is what they mean. A lot of this critical race theory stuff is, well, you're, you're just a bad colonial colonizer. You're a slave owning... Like the other day, a couple weeks ago, the Canadian government tried to guilt Canadian citizens over the slave trade. There was never a slave trade in Canada. There is the Underground Railroad, which ended in Canada, who was freeing slaves. Many of them now live in Nova Scotia. That's where their descendants came from. Freed slaves from America. So, But that didn't stop the deputy leader and the leader of this country shame, basically shaming people and talking about how you know the end of slavery in Canada decades before Canada was even a country at all. Why are we even talking about this? Because it's part of the agenda to remind you white people are bad. And on top of this, we have the colonialism aspect of driving home with everybody. They're doing the same thing in Australia with the aboriginals there, and they're doing it in Canada here. They've all been oppressed and genocided and mass murdered and mass graves. There's no proof of any of this. There's not a single bone they can find. It doesn't matter. Sign the bill. Pass the legislation. Tear this place apart. Tear the signs down. Tear the statues down. Make everybody hate everything. Erase history. Put in new history. Put in our new history. That's the way That's the way it's going to go. That's the way they want it to go. Shit. Sometimes I get going and I forget uh, the hell I was going to do after and I get lost in my own stream. And I don't know, I don't know what to do, but I know I got to end it. Very shortly. Jenstein says, stop supporting Ragecast. Cheers, Ceases. Yeah, that's right. Stop that. Rumble says I have one person watching. <laughs> what? Oh, because it's... Is it? No, it's not dead. What's going on here? What is this? What is the meaning of this? Is everything still running? Okay. There's some weird shit going on with my computer, man. Rumble people, do you still exist? What's happening? What have they done to you? Have they captured you? Oh, no. Did they fucking get Rumble too? Oh, no. We knew this day would come. We're just... We know it's going to happen. As as much as we know we're all going to die someday, we know that all these platforms are going to ban us all sooner or later. Weird. It says one for me. Interesting. Whatever. It's getting late. It's getting late. We got to get out of here. So I got a couple more... One of these other... Th- anyway, what the hell is I talking about? Yeah, so we're going to... Uh, Many add that this must be backed by a willingness to remove employees who do not meet these criteria. You literally have to believe what the government tells you or you're fired. I don't believe any of One survey said that they were, they were not convinced the government was taking anti-racism seriously. Because there were people who reacted negatively to the training, which made them hardline racists, according to the anonymous employee. Really? Who was the anonymous employee? Did they work in Jerusalem? Is the anonymous employee tied to an IP address account from outside Canada, perhaps? I bet there's a lot of anonymous employees that participated in this survey. Are you saying the survey? Yeah, I don't, I don't believe anything these people say anymore. Oh, geez, Canada's too racist. We need more anti-racism training. Uh Uh-huh, really. The least racist country in the world is too racist, really. That's interesting. 
All just kind of snuck up on us, huh? <laughs> Fine. This is okay. This is the last one we'll go with. I need a sound. I need a higher Pete. All right. All right. This is the last one, and then we'll get out of here because this is it's getting real late. <laughs> this is from The Guardian. One minute you're doing the downward dog, the next you're listening to conspiracy theories about COVID or the new world order. Hey, you know, Morgan has people and they do yoga and sometimes they watch some interesting stuff. No lies detected. How did the desire to look after yourself become so toxic? Everything you've been told is a lie inside the wellness to fascism pipeline. oh boy and it's and it's in pink or it's in purple font too so you know it's good her meditation group spent most of the first lockdown in london she caught covid she was hospitalized then she realized something changed fighting with their friends with the so this is all you know these crazy conspiracy theory people they're just i'm not even gonna read i don't care alex jones yeah so basically they're saying and and this is why they're saying this because they've noticed that a lot of the uh you know right-wing people influencers and you know heads and big brains and so on a lot of people are encouraging and as they should be because we're the sane ones we're actually right and we're healthy and we're not insane we're saying people you should probably strengthen yourselves physically and you know as as much as you can because it'll help it'll help strengthen you mentally because the times we're entering are going to be more difficult and but more importantly we generally live in a world of lies don't we we live in a world of lies and a world of 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 illness there is mental illness everywhere there is degenerate illness everywhere there is physical illness everywhere now pestilence disease of the mind, of the soul, of the body. The food is poisonous. The air is poisonous. The water is poisonous in a lot of places. Literally. The things you consume on television are poisonous. The messaging everywhere you go for entertainment is poisonous. Your job is probably poisonous. To your soul, to your mind, to your heart. I mean, a lot of the things... We live a very we live in a we basically live in a in a world in a realm where like the the very we're in Mordor the very air that you breathe the very air itself is a poison and we see it everywhere look how fucked up everything is so as a as a bulwark against that to try to reclaim our identities as human beings and a sovereignty over our bodies and our minds and our souls going forward we're not going to let that be in the hands of this of the machine anymore we're going to take responsibility for our our personal health ourselves because this place is fucking bananas okay this has gone too far everybody's obese everybody's on pills everybody's addicted to things there's crack there's meth there's fentanyl there's more drugs running around than ever before there's teenagers selling 
throwing their fucking asses on the internet. Things are fucking completely out of control, dude. So yeah, yeah, the far right, the so-called extremists. We're like, we're going to go back to the old ways, the old values, when people were healthy, when things were sane, when things were normal. You know why? Because it feels right, and it feels good, and we feel healthier, and we are healthier, and we live healthier, and we're more successful, and we're more valuable to each other, and that's who we are, and that's how we want to live. But that makes you a Nazi! Well, I guess so! Motherfuckers. Take, I just wanted to deafen CRJ. I got it. That, that was Osama Dagladen's fault. Doesn't matter what I say. Nobody needs to hear that anyway. <laughs> Damn you, Osama Dagladen! Alright, that's this, guys. Thanks you so much. Sorry I kept you up late. I didn't want to be up late. It is what it is. Stop ruining my computer! How does this keep happening? RagingDistant.com has all of my social media links. Telegram link to the uh, community pages are on there. The Substack. And the Griff Shop, the Griff.shop. Do you have money? We, we, we want your money. Give us your money. Give us your fucking money right now. Max out your credit cards. Steal. Pawn things. Pawn stolen things. And then use that money to give it to us. Crime Empire. Laughing is haram. Is this allowed? We'll see if it's allowed. I wish I could remember. I wish I would have remembered not to blow up the speakers like that, but. Uh, oh well. Be an unhealthy, disgusting slave peasant, or you're a Nazi. That's what it was. I don't. This is a weird choice you're presenting, and I. Is supposed to be. Cheers, guys. I'll see you next time. RagingDistant.com. Thank you. Six Ember Tyrannus. Pump hat.
No, Phil, you could never be a landlord. Because you do. De- what did you call it? You don't want. You- <laughs> no one wants to pay something called grim favors instead of just paying rent. I don't care how bad this, the economic situation is, Phil. You know, young women, students, young people, they're not going to want to come to this weird underground church at night to talk to a grim fate. What does that mean, man? Why can't they just pay rent? Because I know you're going to exploit them. It's going to be some kind of some kind of weird trafficking operation. You're going to be pulling them. Are the Bolivians involved with this? You said we weren't talking to the Bolivians anymore, Phil, but you're not answering me. You're giving me a pee-pee answer. You're talking about getting the libs out. No, I asked you if the Bolivians were involved, and you said we were going to build more houses. I Now, wait a minute now. 